What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Spawncast episode 103. So it's, uh, it's a pretty busy, pretty busy week this past week. A lot of stuff happened, actually, which was a bit surprising. So we're going to go over all of it here, and we're also going to talk about some of the games we've been playing as well. Let me go over the panel here. We have Sean. Sean's back, RG85, from his... You're like a St. Patrick's Day party or something, weren't you? Yeah, it was a very interesting party. There, there was almost a fight. Um, it was very funny, but yeah, it was good. That's good. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. And we got OJ player essence going on, man. It's going. I'm here. I'm here and I'm ready for Joker. Is he coming out today or tomorrow? Yeah. When is he coming? <laughs> yeah. He's supposed to be out before the end of April, right? End of April. He's coming out tomorrow. Is it, did you say tomorrow? <laughs> tomorrow. Okay. Great. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Nate who actually before he went on at two pictures. Now he has one. So I guess he figured that out. What's going on, Nate? Yeah. I don't know what happened to my double. Yeah. That was, I'm, not that was I'm not sure what happened there. I was going to leave that up. That interesting. <laughs> and then, uh, then we have uh, Jordan. Jordan French. How's it uh, going? Uh, silver now, it looks like. Yep. Quarter life crisis, everyone. Okay. Or Who's all, going all, through the Pokemon colors? Yeah. The ultra exactly. instinct. The ultra ultra yeah. instinct Jordan. Dude. I was called That's... Ultra Instinct Jordan on the PE podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, then, and then Evan is uh, is here with us uh, tonight as well. Evan, uh, new shirt, right? That you created. Am I thinking right? Uh, it's going to go out tonight with a, the special edition shirt should be done in the shop at about 1 a.m. Eastern, and then it'll be replaced by the uh, regular edition. Yo, where's mine already? I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out Teespring and how it works because everyone that paid for the advanced shipping, I guess, they just got it after a few days. Mm. I'm thinking once it's done at the end of tonight, they're just going to start printing them all is my best guess for it because there seems to be a lot of people who are like, I'm getting it in April. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Right, April. yeah. Weird. I wonder why that is. Uh, okay. Let's check with Teeth Bring. Some people just got it already. Yep. So I don't I don't know why that is. Okay. And uh I think Max might be sick tonight. He was kind of telling us that, I think, last night, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't, didn't he die, he said? I think yeah, he thought he was having trouble. He was having some yeah. trouble. So uh he might have been playing uh, I mean, he had a good run. Yeah, he might have been, <laughs> been playing uh lasted longer than a Dreamcast. Uh, <laughs> 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 it might have had too much Sekiro. That might have put him down. That, that game that game's taken some some time off of my uh off of my life i can tell <laughs> this yeah, is it's, how it's aggravating it is uh so what's uh why don't we start with some games here what's what's everyone been up to what's everyone been playing let's just start with that you just throw it out there because right? i know what i know what i've been playing what evan's been playing and sean I, actually played it too i mean yes. other than other than secure i've been trying to tinker around at the end game of division two just figuring out what to do in it until they actually release the real stuff at the end so are you basically done division two then other than game? hunting specific pieces of gear to wear yeah oh wow geez how many hours does that take 40 something that's like it that? really i feel 45? like i feel like an online looter should take longer than that it, really? yeah it, it always depends on how they have it designed but they it's just the problem is it's a solid wall at the end like so far it's just that's it you gotta wait no and, uh, pvp though in there right there is it's semi-balanced but not really it the current meta is rifles and marksman rifles because you just one shot people so who cares like who cares what gear you uh, have it and you're no you're no less durable if you take a marksman rifle you're the same durability as everyone else you just one shot people so it's a little different mm, okay okay um but uh we'll, we'll hold off for the secure for a minute uh until everyone gets gets everything did play Cuphead. Played that on the Switch. I like it. It still plays the same as the as the PC version. Well, not exactly the same as PC version, but plays pretty much the same in terms of feel and everything. 60 frames. Uh, I did a video on it. I, I was worried about how I would do when I'm trying to commentate over it, but then I 
perfect at both levels. So there you go. Uh, Sean played it as well. Uh, you played you played Cuphead a little bit though. Did you played some of it at least, right? Yeah, I played I played it for a few hours on the Xbox One. Um, okay. Okay. So I you know I knew what was going on with it. Um, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised at just how first I was pleasantly surprised at how early we we got copies of the game the game the games i think the game's ready to go i think there's more of a timing and like a scheduling thing right now yeah but yeah you know i i put up a video last night as well um and yeah i was also very worried about you know playing like a scrub while talking but you know it ended up going well um i played that i played turok of course turok kicks ass um unravel 2 uh beat that i need to make a video on that i'll probably film that after the show i played, I played that on the xbox and i liked it but it was weird playing by myself like i, I kept seeing that as something that would have been better playing it with multiplayer i think so um i mean i i like it there's you know it, it's a good game there's a few little things that are kind of weird but there is that um there is something interesting with um they did a performance mode and a um uh gameplay mode so basically like the graphics are a little bit it's only in docked mode, but the graphics are a little bit better. Um, but you have a slower frame rate. So we're going to show that mm. in the video too. Um, and then a lot of, a lot of 32 X stuff, of course, because I'm doing a book on that for some ungodly reason. <laughs> and, uh, hey, that's going to be, that's going to be a cool book, man. It, it, it's coming along. Really? I like the idea, really of, that. I like the idea um, of that. I got some, I got some cool people lined up for guest spots in it and stuff. It's, you know, it, I, I'm not expecting, it's not going to be something like fucking Pat's book or a Brett Weiss or Jeffrey Wittenhagen book where it's like 9 billion pages long. Cause you know, the 32 X library isn't all that big, but it's going to have reviews of every game, including um, CD games. It's going to have unreleased games in there. Um, you know, information on the system, why I think it went wrong um and then it has a memory section where i have like various sega people um youtubers i got a creator of one of the um best 32x games who's doing uh, a write-up in that as well and then there's going to be like a section with just like advertising promo stuff from magazines like different magazine articles and stuff like that because i thought that would be really cool so yeah you know it's coming along it's coming along pretty good Cool. Uh, I, I do see the super chats, uh, Joe, uh, Jeremy, and Sierra. I'll actually read those at nine at uh, nine thirty, so about twenty minutes from now. But uh, thank you. Uh, and yeah, so Cuphead, Cuphead's doing well. I think it's going to do well on the Switch. It plays well. I had no issues with it in handheld mode either. Ran fine. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty happy with how how it came out there. Uh, still has has achievements built into the game too. Yeah. So if you're an achievement person, they're built in, and, and you can do that. Yeah, Turok is good too, though. You're right. Turok was fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, what? A, anything else, guys? What we've been playing? Any anything else other than uh, more Devil May Cry? Okay. Yeah. So how far? How much further did you get in Devil May Cry? Jordan? I was able to get a few more missions in. Uh, I finally did get to play as V, and I really like how V plays. Okay. Cool. Because I hate uh, how yeah. V plays. I, I think V is so unique and hilarious at the same time. I, it, it's just so much fun to upgrade his stuff and, and play. Oh, him. wait, how far? How You just got V. I, I'm on the mission past that. Oh. Like, I just did his and I'm on the mission. Right how, how, how into Devil May Cry's, like, story are you? Uh, I'm, I'm into it. Ooh. Like, like I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the biggest fan in the world and know every little bit of lore of it, but I, I have enjoyed your place. So far. You're, you're going to like V then V is uh, probably the best character in terms of the story. I like there, him. He's interesting. There, there's a good stuff. I just didn't like how he played. 
I thought it was too slow. I can see why people don't like him. I can totally get that. But there's something about, like, just he's overkill. I feel like he's such the overkill character, like, especially when you face the first boss for his mission. Mm. Uh, that's the fastest I've ever beaten a boss out of the ones I've played so far. I beat that boss in two minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can appreciate how unique he is, but I, I, I prefer Dante out of the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I mean, he was he was interesting. His story, the story like hinges on him. He is like the most important part to the entire story. So yeah. it's it's pretty interesting what happens throughout it. So you'll, you'll like it just for the story anyway. Uh, So if you just got him, you're still like in the first quarter of the game then. So nice. Yeah, you'll have fun with that. There's what mission are you on right now? You know, number. Uh, I don't exactly remember. There's like I think there's like 20, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All, I, all I know is it's the one after the first time you play as V. Okay, so you, you got you got a ways to go. <laughs> I but do have a ways to go. You'll like it. Time to play. You'll so like it. Can. You'll like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you'll you'll enjoy it though. Uh, what about what about Nate? You're always picking up these interesting weird <laughs> games. Hit uh, me with a weird one. I have played Dead or Alive Extreme Three Scarlet on the Switch. Oh, good. It's just basically the boobs and ass simulator. <laughs> they bounce and you hit a ball and you butt battle and. Stare okay. at women on a bed. So this is I, I'm curious how like I visual like like the graphics in the game because are that is one that okay, are they? I was they're I was curious good. about that, yeah. Because they're that's not one that like has you know these big sprawling worlds or anything. I'm curious how it translates over to like the switch. It actually looks pretty good in handheld mode. I have a video up of handheld footage. Oh, okay, cool. Man, I'll check that out. I mean it's you know, I kind of show a few of the modes. As soon as you start the volleyball game, it's pretty much just ass in your face. Did it did YouTube demonetize that thing quick? Yeah, then I manually reviewed it and they said it was family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, I was like, Yeah, that's right. You put those ads back up. Oh, that's there, great. You know there was some guy that was like, I like it. <laughs> it's all good. All right. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's funny. That's funny. Which where'd you did you did you get is that digitally or did you get that yeah, on uh, I, I went on a digital I wanted the Japanese eShop and just download it. Oh, okay. That's what I was trying to figure out. If it was, yeah, it has it English definitely. subtitles and everything. Oh, wow. So there's a full... There you go, guys. If you if you want to pick that up, there, it has full English option, apparently. Yeah, because so, it's, yep. not, it's not coming out here. So Yeah. 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 So there you go. And, right. and it's uncensored. Remember, PlayStation 4 version is censored. Yeah, they took oh. out the, the sunscreen, right? I, I, if I remember uh, right, that's what they took out. Because I remember I, I reported on it, and I was like, they took out the sunscreen for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what physics. Do you have to turn the age to 99 like back in the day? I maybe. <laughs> that's, it was that's what you did on like what was that on the Dreamcast where it was ridiculous. You turned it to like the age was like 1 to 99, you put it at 99. Uh, yeah, you got all like over the place. and you'd get like yeah. Yeah, it was um I don't know if they had I assume they don't have that option in the number one. There you go. Yeah, um, I mean boobs are just jiggling out of control and she just like stands up so that was the funniest game to like sell to people back in the day at gamestop because they were so like they would they would just slowly like sidle up to the counter with it and just kind of well yeah i mean it's like look around the first time like a guy buys like a pack of condoms like you feel awkward and you're like i want to buy this perverted volleyball game yeah like it'll be 60 bucks and you're like you know you're looking at the guy buying it like yeah i know None of these people in the chat know what it is to buy a pack of condoms, dude. Stop it. <laughs> no, I mean, come on. What, no, what other could I make? <laughs> but that's 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 how it would be like playing a GameStop. If you if you were at GameStop and you had to sell that or 
even the guy game before it was pulled from shelves, it was like that. People would just kind of walk up or, they, or they'd get like that and like four really cheap games and stack them all on top of it and just kind of put it on the counter. <laughs> yeah, well, what would be more shameful, buying Sonic 2006 or buying Dead or Alive Volleyball? Ooh, you know what? I guess I'd have to probably Sonic, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the one you got to get like 10 cheap games and just kind of sandwich it in the middle and they're like... Oh, how'd that get in there? I guess, you know, throw it in the bag, I guess. It's already up there. I, I remember buying DOA Beach Volleyball. I didn't have any. I was like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess, I guess. you either. Yeah, the best part is probably just to lean into <laughs> it. And <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I remember when that first came out. That was a really big deal on the original Xbox. Our people, it was so funny. Um, but uh, what about OJ? You play anything good this week? I've been watching a ton of Sekiro. No, oh, yep. yeah, yep. I've been playing Smash like I normally play because I'm trying to get like I, I I started participating in locals here. Keep on losing to the same 15 year old kid. Uh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I get third place every time here in my locals. I, I can't beat them in losers anyway. Um, <laughs> losers finals. But um, uh, yeah, I've been wa- uh, watching a ton of Sekiro. Um, and I, I know Jordan was talking about a part before with the whole monkey. I I, I the Maximilian dude he had that part and it was so funny because you think you're done. And then the, yeah. monkey, the monkey picks up his head. What? And what, what was that? You know, it's like, oh, you just defeated this this boss, and then you wait like twenty seconds, and it's like, no, I'm still good. And, and and they act like he's defeated too. Like the text comes up and everything. That was that was a great part. Sekiro, it's such a cool game. Just from watching it, like it's not some, it's not my type of game, but everything. I mean, I know you guys are gonna talk about Sekiro too, but that's pretty much what I've been watching like the, hmm. the most on Twitch, like the new game release. And I've just been getting a lot of opinions. Some people freaking hate it. <laughs> people absolutely love it. I mean, but just to watch the gameplay and watch the, the mechanics that they put in there, it's actually pretty cool. I, I really like. Uh, I really like in terms of it. It's been a great Twitch experience for me, at least. Mm. As, I mean, there there are people who obviously who rage about it and stuff and get really mad as well. Uh, yeah. That is a that is a game that that will provoke you into trying to smash your controller at times. It, it will. The parry system can be can be very good, but then also unforgiving at times. You know, if you miss. Um, the yeah. dodge, it's not like you can do like bayonetta dodges and stuff like that and which time. And I mean, it's just it, it can be unforgiving. That game is brutal. Um, but I like it. I like the the graphics look great. Uh, the gameplay looks so smooth and uh, solid. I've been watching it mainly on PC. So, I mean, I know I think you guys said there's some maybe some frame rate issues on. Some yeah, there's there, some issues on the Xbox version I'm playing. Xbox One X too, right? Yeah, it's on the X. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not I good. Can, I can tell. Like, I can recreate it too. I, I know exactly the spots to go to because I keep going through the same spot because I've been on the same boss for like half the day today. Uh, <laughs> so I know exactly where it slows down and everything. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been watching it on PC, so everything's been PC version is actually pretty solid. It's I I don't see any slowdowns or anything like that so far. I love the grappling hook. The grappling hook is really cool. It's like Japanese Batman or something like that. You know, like he's using the grappling hook to kind of go around and like all the different things that you can get, like the, the magic and like, or like the, the fireworks and the sparks. And you can use the amount of variety within the combat to kind of take down enemies. And even like the gimmick of the game, the dying, resurrecting thing is actually really cool. So mm-hmm. maybe at some point I'll play it. Yeah, it's um, it, it's it's good, but it's aggravating at the same time. So I was actually, uh, Sean, you, you play Dark Souls. I was actually surprised that you picked up well, you got into this game at all. I know, I know we had a lot of copies sent out all of a sudden. Like it was this interesting, like scattershot of review copies everywhere all at once. When yeah. originally we didn't think we were gonna be getting them, they were just like, here you go. And they just threw them all out there to a bunch of people. Uh what was your what was your take on this game? Cause I was I was really interested to see hear about uh your thoughts. You didn't play Bloodborne, did you? 
No, I didn't. Okay, because this is a game a lot of people who played Bloodborne in particular were really excited for, and then they got a hold of it, and I saw a lot of people on Twitter talk about how they did not like it after playing Bloodborne. A lot of people were like, "This game might not be for me because it's it's, uh, it's I'm used to Bloodborne system." So, what do you what do you think about it so far? I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it's a game that you know it's obviously very challenging. Um, I feel like. You know the challenges are somewhat fair that i've encountered thus far um you know obviously things you know there's some boss battles that are absolutely insane but you know like i like the ninja mechanics of it i like you know the grappling hook i like floating around i like how there's stealth that you can use in the game i feel like the stealth is actually pretty decent i mean you can you know sneak up on a lot of different characters and then just take them out from behind um there are some characters that of course they have like i, I don't really know how to explain it like two life bars i guess you would say yeah, like have, they're like two stage bosses basically yeah. yeah so those are kind of annoying when you're trying to be stealthy but you know i i think it, it looks great um i had some weird sound crackles um from time to time i'm playing yeah. it on the ps4 um but yeah you know it's it's a super it's a super fun game if you like from software stuff i think you will like it um if you like you know ninjas and shit it's it's pretty legit so yeah you know it's, it, it's challenging as shit though, it's like. definitely yeah so what, what part are you on right now I'm, i just did the snake like okay. i haven't played it much today that's like the best part of the game so far is that snake <laughs> no, really he's he's pretty cool yeah that snake that snake was cool did you get past the snake yet or are you still on it no i'm still messing on it okay okay yeah yeah the snake was pretty cool that was very early i was that was a part i figured they would have saved for like later in the game but uh that was that was a pretty cool part in the first couple hours to have yeah. that like pop up um i liked it but i was you know who got it that i was a little surprised did pick it up is evan evan picked mm. it up yeah I'm, i know right that's what I, I, mean, I, said. I love the old uh, i love the old <laughs> series though i love the old games and didn't mind it it's just you like it, the dark dark souls right you yeah them. but i really love tenshu and tenshu I've, awesome, I've been man. wanting something like it and this game's hitting a lot of those points so it's been really fun it is tenshu like seriously if you look at it i mean they, they talked about how it started basically as a tenshu game uh, it was going to be that and then they kind of morphed it into something different but it feels like like you're you're technically underpowered compared to a lot of the bosses and it's up to you to figure out how to beat them um but i like it they definitely want you to parry like it, there's no real blocking or trying to get around the enemies like that it's it's you gotta learn to parry but mm -hmm. there is some cool stuff to it like there's that did you get the step parry yet evan or sean where um if a, if an enemy will try to hit you with a spear or a straight uh, arm count yeah that, that's like one of the first things you get oh. I've yeah. started working on the uh, this third skill tree that you get, the one that lets you start having more fun with your parries. I like that. I like that step one though. That I am actually using that for the boss now, and it's really cool because they'll try to spear you, and you just step on it and look at them, and then you can swing at them. It's it's a really cool parry. The the problem though that people are having is uh, when that little symbol appears above your head, it doesn't. It's not easy to differentiate between whether it's about to be a grab, a low, yes. or a stab. Yes, and that seems to be a lot of people's biggest problems. I've even had that issue because I ran into a couple monks in the woods, and apparently one of their it looks like a lunge attack, but it's actually a grab. So they'll just hit you with it, even if you try to do the step. Yeah, I don't know how they can do that. If they can, like, can that symbol be a different color? color or, yeah, or that color be, would, would be that be too color. easy, though? That, that's, yeah, the that's, thing. that's the thing. It's like, do they really want to go that far to make it that easy? Well, like the person I'm fighting now, uh, the boss I'm fighting now, which a little further in, I kind of told you about it, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone in the 
in the chat right now. Uh, the way I can tell against him is he goes to spear me with a sword or he sweeps with a sword. And the way I can tell it's a spear is when he actually takes a sword out, it, it like makes that little gleam for a second, like that light bounces off it and I can see it. And then I know if I can step on it or if I got to jump basically. Um, Cause if he sweeps, I have to jump and this boss is so annoying. I am like, I, uh, I'm so close. I he had like half a thing of his health left. It's always um, that feeling of I'm so close. The the uh, horseman and the spear. I always I had that, and then the drunk at the near the end of the uh, memory. I had that twice. That was ridiculous. Yeah, uh, the 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 horse one wasn't as bad. This one, this is the one that I have a feeling is like I said, going to stop people from playing this game. It is not. I see people talk about him on Twitter occasionally, and they're like, I've been doing the same boss all day, and they're like. And someone's like at the top of the at the top of the tower. And they're like, yep. I'm like, yep, that's the one I'm on. <laughs> so and I'm so close. It's basically it's you ba you play against them over and over and over again until you figure out their pattern, way to dodge and how to parry and the best way to do it. And then that's you just keep going until you get like a, a, a fortunate series of events that the enemy decides to do. Like, oh, yeah, attacks. Uh, when I beat the uh, the horse and spearman, I, I was like, this is one of those on fire moments. I never really left his side. Like I was on top of him, just spinning around, dodging everything and just kept slashing. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I liked him because he would actually throw your grapple and grab yeah, off him and yeah. pull yourself. That was really cool. You could yeah. do that to the uh, ogre at the beginning too. Wait, the, the troll at the beginning? Yeah. If I didn't you, know that. If you had the upgrade for it, when he did his down slam, the back oh. of his thing would become vaultable and it would cause a little bit of a dislocate. See, the way I beat him in the beginning was I actually freed him and then I hid from him and then I snuck attack him and took away half his health right away. Uh, and then I just beat him the rest of the way. But um, yeah, that I, cheesed, was, I cheesed the drunk that way too. It was a yeah, uh, that that's a boss that I figure people, I figured that would have been trending on Twitter or something, the ogre at the beginning, because he, he was messing some people up. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. The snake actually, you know what? I didn't have a, a t I think I died once against the snake and that's because I, at the end, after I stabbed him, I was running and there's that branch and I jumped and he hit me in the air and I fell to my death. Uh, but other than that, you know, I actually didn't have the hardest time against the snake. Surprisingly, I don't you know. Can, I, maybe it went my way. Of, you can kind of do the snake a couple different ways. I actually did a little bit of a speed run through him just to see mm. if you could like skip certain parts. It was really cool. Yeah, I got I, I think I got lucky on that one. It just everything just fell into place and I just ran past it basically. So uh, uh, but yeah, when you wait till you get to the bull, Sean, I want to see I want to see what your thoughts that, are on that. That thing that was boss. out there. Uh, that that bull will be interesting, Sean. I'll be curious to see what you think about it. I'll probably uh, quit at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the, you have to at least get to the boss I'm on now. I have to see what you guys think of this boss, because this one is something else like uh, <laughs> I man. I, I, this is something else right now. It's harder at times than like Bloodborne and Dark Souls. I will say that. Um, this boss in particular, I, I definitely didn't run into anything like this that was like this hard in Blood. Uh, maybe. Actually, I might have run into uh, not this early on. This is still fairly early on in the game. Um, so good stuff though. I like it. Good game. Uh, it'll make you pull your hair out, I guess. Uh, so if you're not into super hard games, maybe wait till it's like 15, 20 bucks, but otherwise it's fun. Yeah. That's the reason why I haven't played it yet, because it's going to make me pull my hair out. I don't yeah, want that to happen. dude, I'm telling you, there was one time where I almost dropped my controller, and that's the elite Xbox One controller. I was so close. I was like, mm, it had like like half his health left. Ugh. I've been doing this on keyboard and mouse. It's been crazy. How are you doing this on keyboard and mouse? Come on. <laughs> Bro, no, hold up. I tried <laughs> to get a controller to work. It only worked on one half of it. It wouldn't pick up any of the other buttons, so I went, eh, fuck it. And I just... Uh, keyboard, and mouse. keyboard and mouse though man you don't have an xbox one controller do you 
I tried my PS4 controller. I tried my uh, different Wii or my uh, different Switch Pro controllers. Nothing. Nothing works well. Yeah, I got to get you a, an Xbox One controller would do it. Um, it's because uh, it, it's, it's natively found in Windows, so it'll work for everything, basically. So wait a minute. It's not it's not it's not recognizing it through Steam, your normal controllers. Yeah. And I even set it up through Big Picture to re uh, basically trick it into thinking it's a regular controller. So it's just not doing it. Mm. Yeah. Big picture is usually good. I mean, I can use my I can use my Switch Pro controller. I can use Xbox controller. You can use PS4 controller. You can use everything. yo Rob. Rob's in the chat. Rob, how far are you in uh, Sekiro? Let me know in the chat. I'm curious. Um, so Sekiro is good. I, I it, people should pick it up if you want a challenge. It's um, it's not for the faint of heart though. Or people who who aren't willing to go against the same boss over and over and over again. <laughs> uh. I'm gonna try to beat that tonight, maybe. Maybe tomorrow. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. <sighs> oh well. Um, so uh, let me go through some of the super chats. Evan, we have Discord questions we can go through before we get into some of the topics. Oh uh, yeah, we got a couple of them. Good little list here. Okay, uh, yeah, go ahead. All right, if, is there a celebrity who you think could hop into the gaming market to create either systems or products? Who do you think it would be? A, a soldier boy. <laughs> I was gonna say soldier boy already did it. Yeah. He's, he's paving the way. Uh oh. Um, does Elon Musk count? Yeah. 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 There you go, Elon Musk. My Michael Jordan. If Michael Jordan wanted to make like a system, he, like, no, fuck out of here. Michael he can't Jordan. even run a basketball team. Damn, <laughs> dude, he has money. He, he can't run he, a basketball team. Basketball team's a lot harder. But he's that's what he's known for. It's, it's basketball. Different. It's different from playing to compared to running. They he expects them to be like hit shots like him. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> we beat the Celtics tonight, though. That was a good win. <laughs> Jordan, dude. Jordan can come back. Just no chaos in Windy City. Just leave that game off <laughs> the list. Oh, come on. That's a great Super Nintendo game. It's not a great Super Nintendo game. <laughs> That's bullshit. Yeah, I think I I think Elon Musk is uh could could release a system. I think so. He has Rick the money Fox. to back it. So I think I think Rick Fox could. <laughs> <laughs> he runs the esports team. Exactly. He's more qualified than Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's the most qualified. Shut up. Rick Fox <laughs> was on the Big Bang Theory. I don't know why I know that because I hate that show. He runs an <laughs> esports team, and he played basketball. He's the ultimate. Celebrity to Did he run. Play much? I don't think he played much. <laughs> he was out there. Though. He was out there. He tried. That's what matters. He gave, a, he gave effort. Uh, not really either. Oh, man. <laughs> Poor Rick Fox. Me, no, I'm joking. Rick Fox was he was he was actually a solid player. I'm joking. Let me go, let me go through some of these uh, super chats for you into some of the topics. Uh, Joe says, I think most people are forgetting that data caps are still a thing. I have one from Comcast. You won't be able to mod games on Stadia. Yeah, that that data caps are, are an issue that uh, we'll talk about that, Joe, because Google commented slightly on it. So we'll we'll talk about that. They didn't tell us how much data we'd be using, but they mentioned uh, a bit about the ISPs, so including Comcast. So we'll, we'll touch on that one, Joe. Definitely data caps. Um, Jeremy says, I love your professionalism, John. He said, what's up, OJ? Hey, what up? Uh, Sierra says, uh, thanks for always keeping me updated. You guys, glad I could drop some support tonight. Have a great night. Thank you, Sierra. Have a good night. Uh, Clash says, uh, how about Playboy the Mansion PS2 Sims Adult? <laughs> uh, there were a lot of the, a lot of those games like uh, that. And then I know there was a Leisure Suit Larry game back in the day on the original Xbox. I'm just trying to think of the games that people would be very timid bringing up to the counter at GameStop. And I remember 
several being that the guy game leisure suit larry and then the dead or alive extreme beach volleyball those are some of the ones i remember like off the top of my head um uh 10th gen says uh just giving some support to say thanks thank you 10th gen and then uh shano sullivan says off off work never get to watch live and he says uh, uh p5r though which we're gonna talk about persona 5 as well uh because uh that's an interesting situation because i i think nate might have a few things to mention on that one maybe <laughs> i don't know if you were if people were talking to you about that on twitter at all nate <laughs> no, i didn't really comment much on personas though okay okay cool all right very good very good um so let me uh let me move let me move over here to uh you know let's, let's just go into google stadia first because we have other stuff to go over with the indies and the microsoft and uh state of play and some other stuff so let's just, let's just go into stadia so did you did everyone get the chance to watch the live stream for google stadia which is google's like live streaming service for games like game streaming basically what do you guys uh do you guys get to all see the the live stream and everything for that yeah i, I watched the whole thing i streamed it Rewatched chunks of it yeah okay everyone has the the basic idea of it right it's basically like project stream but they're integrating it heavily into uh into youtube as well which was interesting to see uh but no no patches no startup times really five seconds and you're in basically by hitting a button and google is they're pushing this hard and we don't know when it's going to launch this year but it is an extremely divisive idea right now people are, are, are i think a lot of people online are like i don't know about this one um but i have a feeling there's a large casual audience that'll be actually fairly excited about it so what's everyone think about Google Stadia right now? <laughs> sounds good. It sounds good on paper. <laughs> it, it, it sounds good on paper, but rarely do these things end up being how they sound on paper. Yeah. And there's there's so many questions. There's so many variables. The presentation itself, I thought was dog doo-doo butt cheeks like <laughs> people are like oh well you know it's, it was that game developers conference why would they talk about things like price and uh games and data speed needed it's like why the fuck would they not talk about it this is where they're presenting it if i decide to go to Chuck E. cheese to present my new game console i'm still going to talk about what it, what does it matter where it took place at especially if you're going to launch the thing in 2019 like you need to talk about basic ass things like that. Sean, so, can you, do, can you do that voice again? Again, just real quick. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I just, I don't know. There's, you know, it's a game developers conference. So, so first thing I can say that. let me let me hit you with this, Sean. <laughs> let me hit you with this one because some of the uh, there are some whispers, I guess you'd say, about pricing right now. Uh, let me let me hit you with this. The word is, and it's kind of like what I figured it would be, and I mentioned it at one point, the pricing is nothing like people are thinking it's a subscription service to stream but there is none so where does the money come from it comes Game from store. selling games and collecting information Wait, so he, here's the way i think it's going to work all right this is exactly what i thought it was going to be and this is what it sounds like from what i've heard you're there's going to be an option for 1080 60 and that's like your baseline option like that doesn't cost anything but you know how like if you have hulu or youtube you have to pay extra to have 4k mm -hmm. it's like that i assume there's gonna be a subscription for that um but they are looking to make a free option available for the streaming part for games you just have to buy the games and that's it and then mm -hmm. obviously collect information they're gonna oh you still have to buy the game you have though? to buy yeah. to stream a game Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, i'm yeah. buying i'm buying something that i don't own 
I'm, yeah, you buy just like how you buy a digital game now. Like I bought, you know, I have streaming. Streaming. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Without the need for a digital game, I can play it whenever I want. This thing relies on my internet and all this other crap. So be, I, I own the idea. I can play this game. To be, to be, to be, to be fair, Xbox Live went down the other day, and I could not play my digital games. I couldn't even sign into my Xbox. Yeah, that's stupid. I mean, what the hell? During the Stadia stream, listen there. Our technology is awesome as it's buffering and cutting out while Phil Harrison is talking. Like that that yeah, was a I great way to sell that. your product. Yeah, that was you that was funny. Your fucking conference right. But I'm telling I'm telling you, we don't we don't owe our digital game. We don't own our digital games now anyway. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what I was trying to tell people. I was like, yo, like this is this is this is why developers love this idea. Because yeah. we don't own anything. This is why they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna bum rush this this oh, yeah. Stadia. That's why you know? Ubisoft that's why Ubisoft was more than happy to offer up Assassin's Creed Odyssey to, to test Project Stream and then give me a free copy of it because they were so excited to make it happen. Yeah. Uh and, and Namco's gonna be there too. I mean, yep. they've already committed for support. I mean, and it's not like it's gonna take a lot of development time for this. So you just gotta do some tweaks for whatever the Google Stadia language is for like achievements or whatever they have in there to be in their stores. So I I see this. I don't know, man. I mean, but what you just said, John. I'm, I'm so sixty bucks or. Oh more. yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, I think it's just going to be like buying a regular game. You're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stadia can stay home. And here's here's, really here's the thing. Here's here's the one thing. Everyone says, "Oh, well, well, it's Google that's doing it. It's fucking Google, man. Google. They never they never abandoned shit. Really, they They're abandoned. Not, no, everything. they abandoned stuff all the time. That's Google. Like, that's Google concern. Video. Google Video wasn't abandoned. Google Plus isn't getting abandoned. All those other Google entities that have been abandoned. Like, it, it's not. You all know, in. Google. Yeah, they have the money. Everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. they have the money. But you can have all the, it, it, you know what? I, I said this, I don't know where the fuck I said this, but I said it somewhere when I was, oh, in my video for stadium, when I was watching the stadium presentation, I got flashbacks to the mid nineties when companies like, um, like uh, Panasonic was talking about the M2, which was the successor to the 3DO and showing me all of these tech demos and all of these things that the system could potentially do and will be able to maybe potentially do, but they didn't show me anything tangible. And that's how I felt about this whole entire thing. They showed me nothing tangible. And then, of course, you had all the reports coming out about how... Um, from people that were at GDC that tried it out, they were like, "Yeah, there's some latency. Yeah, there's some latency." It's like this is at in in a high speed internet area where this should be thriving. This is the the premier market for it, and there's already latency issues when you don't have anyone else on the network except for the people that are in GDC in that same vicinity. But I'm expected to believe that this is going to be latency free and you know perfect out of the <laughs> gate, like. I don't know, man. And I see someone saying that the casuals will be all over the stadia. I think the casuals would be gravitating more so towards the stadia if it was a subscription service. If you have to pay for the game outright, I don't think the casual market's going to get too far. Well, what if it's like, what if you could play Apex Legends on your phone through it? I don't give a fuck. How is that convenient? It's not going to be like it's going to, it's going to fucking, I'm going to need a controller for it. Like, what I mean, am I going to do? Touch screen controls like a fucking idiot? I mean, didn't, didn't Fortnite make. <laughs> almost 200 million dollars in a month on mobile yeah but that's free to play so is yeah. apex legends though yeah so why do i need stadia because it doesn't work on your phone otherwise just make just make a mobile version of apex legends uh, and they, then, they still have to do that and that would so, be that would be more lucrative for the company because they won't have to give a cut to google 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, like Google whole... is essentially, if, if it's the way you say it is, Google is essentially just a middleman for like a mobile or a tablet experience. Like, yeah, you can have more robust things on it, but are game developers and game companies really going to want to put all this money, time and effort into making a, a, you know, a unique IP for the stadia outside of the Google first party team. If you're going oh. to ha- like, if you're going to have to deal with the middleman to begin with, no, they're not, I don't think we're going to see you. I mean, there might be something, but I don't think you're going to see like some type of big AAA type of deal for this. I no, not so. unless, not unless Google funds it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, all Stadia is is on live in 2019. It's the yeah. same technology. It's the same premise. It has the same obstacles it has to overcome, and yeah. it's still going to fail at that latency. I mean, what what's XCloud going to do differently? Microsoft is actually going to support it. They're going to support it. They're also they're going to have for... with XCloud right now. Well, Stadia is you can play Doom. Yeah, and I can play Doom without latency. Yeah, on I, my PlayStation Four. <laughs> I and it's going to cost me sixty bucks. I talked to somebody who played it, and it's like apparently it's it's really bad in Doom the latency because it's already sixty frames, and then you notice it badly there. So why would I ever buy Doom Eternal on Stadia if I can play a, I can play the copy on my PlayStation Four, my Switch, or my Xbox One, and not worry about latency, not worry about buffering, not worry about my internet going out, not worrying about Google not working like YouTube's crashed twice this month. So five where- seconds, five second startup, man, come on. Who gives a who gives a shit? <laughs> like, right now, I don't see the like. Where is what's the benefit of Stadia? I don't have clutter of products in my house. Pretty, it's, I like it's convenient. Like it's convenience for some people. That uh, that's what it's going to be. It's like everything, no hardware, no patches. Like it's just going to like they're trying to aim for the casual audience, you know. But I think that what they're going to run into is that they're going to run into internet like internet issues like with data caps and internet issues like with people other people using the internet in your house. You're going to run into. Just stuff like that. You but know? to me, the casual market likes subscriptions. The casual market likes free to play. They're not yeah. going, you're not yeah. going to entice many new people by saying, oh, yeah, you got to pay $60 for this game just like you would on your PS4. And then, no, you know, John, are you sure it's 60 What for a game? I think you just buy the game normally. It's just like but a game. Do you think it's going to be that expensive? I would, I mean, digital games still cost the same as physical. No, but this is streaming, though. This yeah. is not a digital yeah. game. So, this yeah. is, so I mean, I, I would be, I, I'm not so sure. Like, I can't believe that Google would sit there and say, oh, you pay 60 bucks for a, for a license to stream. They don't even own it. Especially if an element well, I mean, of it is the data, like, collection. Maybe they figure out a way to make it, like, 5 or $10 less than it would be elsewhere. Uh, they, have to go, they have to go the same path that they went with Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Resident Evil 7 for Switch. You pay, whatever, what, how much did you pay? It was like forty bucks for like a ninety day license or something. Yeah, it was like it's like six months or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, like they, they got to do that bucks. type of. Yeah, twenty bucks, thirty bucks. They they have to go that type of path because I'm not yeah. giving you sixty bucks and be like, oh, you could stream it. Oh, Ubisoft went out of business. Well, guess what? That that now that server no longer exists. I if mean, I have a digital copy, at least I have it. If I have it installed on my hard drive, I can play the fucking thing. That's true. Mag Mag still works fine. I paid sixty bucks for it. I mean, if I have PT on my hard drive, <laughs> I can still load it. <laughs> Mag is a coaster right now. Bro. It is. It's fun. <laughs> I saw I posted that up the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that game. Uh, <laughs> well, someone... gonna... oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, so... some... <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead Sean. Go, Sean. Um, there was someone in the chat that Dan guy said streaming and in... Uh, streaming music and video is one thing, but streaming an interactive experience is a whole different beast. And I think that's 
That's very correct. You know, a lot of people assume because you could sit at home in your underwear and watch, you know, uh, Netflix at 4K that and with no interruptions or whatever that, you know, playing a game is going to be similar to that. And it's like, no, dude, there's 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 so much more complexity to streaming a game as opposed to streaming a video that's, you know, pre done and pre you don't have to do anything with the video. There's no there's no button impresses. There's no latency. So, but the trick with this, I think, is if enough companies see it as a benefit to themselves, they're just going to rush to it, despite it not being good for the consumer so much as the company. And if you consider controls shifting over time to try to suit where they're being played, going from PC to console, gaining um, the auto aim that COD put in to try to like help people out with dealing with moving targets and stuff. What if this just leads to games dumbing themselves down to try to effectively negate the need for the latency? Then the game industry should collapse. Yeah, that's a huge problem for me, and it, hopefully it does, honestly. I mean, if that's the future the game industry wants to move in, then it deserves to collapse. Well, I think, I mean, they just, they just don't want to, they just don't want a system to be in the way, like a $400, $500 system to be like a barrier anymore. They just want to sell you the game because that's, that's just a barrier for third parties. Like, it's like, how many people are on the system? Oh, like, you know, 40, 50 million. Well, that's our audience. Whereas if, I guess they're looking at, like, if you have a web browser, you could technically buy our game. Yeah, well, if Google Stadia is still a thing by 2021, it'll be a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Counting out that fast. I don't like what I'm hearing. Uh, Google Stadia is, is going to be around, just like those 3D TVs that they told us would be the next big thing. All right. Yeah, everything's the next big thing until, until like, Sony, they just said, like, 3D is awesome two months yep. later what we never talked about 3d yeah yeah. (laughs) that's the funny thing is all right so the right now companies are saying that streaming is the next big thing in gaming right that's it that's where it's going towards but not i mean not necessarily because they've said things like 3d is the next you know the next streaming that's where it's going next like as i touch on my video streaming is it's a complementary tool for the gaming industry today is it something for the future? Yeah, probably in like 20 years. Right now, it's just a complimentary tool. It's nice to have an option for some games, but for something like Doom Eternal, streaming should not be an option right now. How, how would you play a, a... This is the crazy thing, right? Let me, let me tell you this. Uh, in one of my videos, I said, how are you going to play a fighting game that, with this, right? That's not. exactly what I said. Too, okay. Or, or well, the fighting game gets dumbed down to the point where it doesn't matter. You're just mashing one button anyway. You can play the Naruto games, no problem on this. That'd, yeah. that'd, be, <laughs> that'd be easy to do with, on that. You don't well, even play the fighting game. It's going to show a stream of someone else playing, and you just think well, you're hitting the button. Well, get, get ready for this one, because uh, fighting games are already in development for Stadia. Yeah, from what Google they said. Look at Google's own tech demo of their first-party games. The game was buffering as all hell. Had a terrible frame rate. Yeah, I'm really confident I, in their fighting game. F- fighting game isn't fighting games aren't going to work. Out. I mean, they'll work for the casual audience, but nobody who's trying to be serious like uh, would would sit there and say Google stay. I couldn't believe it when I saw that headline pop up. I said they're going to try to get they're yeah. going to try to get a fighting game on Stadia. That's compa- gonna be- there's going to be no competitive scene. There's no competitive because no, you're you're you're, you're, no you're using the internet to stream it, and then you're also having to deal with somebody's connection. Like there's there's absolutely no way. Like, yeah, but, if, but if maybe, people think Smash Brothers lag is bad. Wait until you play a fighting game on stadium but, but maybe for that, that's not that's not a big deal i mean the competitive scene will stay on consoles they'll stay on pc but then hundreds of millions of people who only have a cell phone or a tablet mm-hmm. are going to start to play it on stadia because they have no other way to do it and that's just there you know what the do you know what the interesting thing was that they explained uh was that 
if you're playing an online game against other people and everyone's on stadia it exists like in that same area so it's like it's all like a land connection there and you connect to it so technically you wouldn't have like that internet type lag you know where people are disappearing and teleporting and stuff technically that wouldn't exist i guess though. yeah it's it's almost like just having a dedicated server for something it's just how it has to then send you the video mm, i'd like to see how they execute it yeah i'd be curious about that maybe that's maybe that's one i still i don't know how they'd make that work for fighting games that would no, i don't know that'd be tough i don't i don't see how the only, that would work. The only thing google's going to execute with stadia is stadia itself they're going to kill it <laughs> i don't know man they, they put some money into this thing and they have uh they made a lot of hires. I don't know if they're going to kill it because they're going to tie it into YouTube and it'll be on the same balance yeah. sheet as YouTube. How how quick are some of those features are going to be disabled? Though, like you could press this button and you could play a game with PewDiePie. Yeah, he's going to sit there and say deactivate. <laughs> or it's going to be you want to play with Spawncast for a hundred dollars? I'll let you play Mario Kart with me for one race. No, people are going to disable that feature almost instantly unless cool. Google pays them to sponsor it. Well, there, there's going to be monetization options behind that. Definitely, they're not going. Yeah, there's going to be, be. Yeah, people that, are going to say you can control bucks. that you can that you can control. But I mean, I don't know if that's going to be something that people are going to. If it's going to be like a hot feature. Well, with, you're gonna. Here's what you're going to see with Stadia. I bet they're going to grab some of the uh, the big influencers on YouTube, and they're going to sponsor them to play using Stadia, and then they'll probably give them something if they can sell people games and stuff for it. You know, they could tie all that into their partner program on YouTube for maybe even everyone i yep. could see that you know and that would obviously help them push stuff so or it could be like a youtube red type of thing where everybody gets revenue based off of whatever like comes in from there i mean it could be that or it could yeah. be something but they're, they're definitely gonna they've got the they've got the marketing machine behind it and they're gonna and it's gaming right so i mean i, I think that it has a chance to still do okay um on the market i mean we've seen stuff i mean i remember back when uh, when people sort of started talking about mobile games, I wasn't a fan. I'm like, this isn't gonna, you know, do anything. And then, then you know, obviously, yeah, but then, mobile, then it comes out that companies are funding themselves practically through their tiny mobile companies yeah. and yeah. releasing triple A's. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it still has a shot to to do really well. Uh, it's just, it's just obviously, it's not something for like the core game, like hardcore gamers out there. Like, I, I was, I was impressed that they're gonna do 4K HDR though at 60 frames. That surprised me a bit. Um, up to up to yeah that, yeah. Was, that was their favorite word up to apparently, oh, apparently, up to 1080 60 frames a second Nick. yeah apparently doom eternal is 4k 60 with hdr through it yeah with um, latency oh well yeah of course latency uh so one thing that was interesting i haven't talked to you a little bit about this nate was that they revealed the uh the system or the blades in their data centers that was going to run off of is it was a custom built system uh and chip from amd and it's yeah. that's of course the same obviously the same company that would be developing the PlayStation Five and the next Xbox. Yeah. And they have they have those blades clocked at uh, ten point seven teraflops. Yeah, I I think PS Five and Xbox Scarlet still come in higher than ten point seven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think we see eleven point. I mean, it's only going to be like a teraflop or like one point five teraflops higher, but. I mean, Xbox Scarlet and PS5 will still outperform this thing. Yeah, because they're not going to be ready till the end of 2020, which is where a lot of things are pointing to. So they'll be, I mean, you, you figure those blades have already been built, basically, and they're base, they're already going into data centers now. So we'll see the others show up a year and a half, two years after this. So yeah, I mean, if and they're, this is doing 4K60 in current games, technically, just from those blades. So 
we assume we'll actually have a solid 4K 30 native on a lot of open world, open you know world games for next gen as well. So that's that's at least exciting here. Might have been a little look into next gen even. Yeah, I, I kind of touched on that in my video. Like we kind of saw a preview of what we're going to see from next gen hardware with Stadia, but I that's where it comes down for me. Why would I use Stadia if I can just get these next gen hardware and not have to deal with any of those issues. Now, that's, all, that's all. Yeah, that's all of us. We're going to be like, yeah, we'll just we'll just grab the next gen hardware. I mean, honestly, I don't think anyone here is going to be on Stadia like that, but I'm trying to figure out from the casual audience if they're going to be all, you know, all about that. I don't it, know. Does the casual audience have the internet at a high enough level to use Stadia in a meaningful way? Because I, I mean, I can get the low end internet for 30 bucks a month. That's probably not going to be able to. I mean, it's it's 25, 25, right? 25 megabits per second is what you need, right? For, yeah. Yeah, for 1080p, 60 frames, yeah. Uh, well, xCloud's going to try to get it down to like 5, I think, or 10. Yeah. Um, but but if, uh, I mean, I, I'd like to think most people who are doing things like watching YouTube or, or uh, downloading large files or watching Netflix have it a decent enough connection, like a probably 15 to 20 most times on average, you know? So xCloud is at least with, within the range, but I don't know. I'll be curious to see Stadia on a on a lower connection. See if they can make it happen. Still, I I do think they need to. I mean, because they're obviously going after the core gamers with this, right? I mean, the games that they showed, Assassin's Creed, Doom Eternal, they're showing like some type of multiplayer, you know, games. So they're going after the core gamers. But did they convince core gamers? Like, like it's not like they're going after casuals hardcore, right? What were the games for the casuals? You know. So, like, they're going after the core audience for this. Well, that's the thing. I think, I think what their message was trying to bring out was that the casuals can play to the standard of the core, even though that's not really the case. It's almost just like the illusion of that for mm. them. It's because the casual is basically the cell phone, the tablet, and the low but end. They something. showed a controller with a bunch of buttons. Casuals don't like that. No, I, it depends on how you, it depends on whether or not they like it or whether or not they just don't have it because they don't want to buy it. They don't want to have to deal with it. My sister just, hates my sister hates controllers. She sees a controller and she she plays games, but as soon as she sees a controller, she flips out. She loved the Wii. <laughs> she loved the Wii. She's a gamer. My sister's a gamer, but she plays on Sims on mobile and she plays. She still plays the Wii. She liked the Wii because she said that it was simple. Mm. I, if I show this to her and I already know what she's going to say, she's, she's going to look at that controller and she's going to say, I have an issue with this. What, you what know? would happen if she, you showed her the pictures of them showing that on the phone with stuff like this, you can actually just interact differently without a controller for the most part. I, I, I think she might be more, she might be more uh, open to that, but I think really? the type of games too. <laughs> yeah. The, the type, the type of games is the issue. I, I thought maybe they would show some more, casual stuff they know, didn't too. show any they didn't show really anything from their own studio or anything like that it was all like oh okay there's assassin's creed being played poorly and then there's uh there's doom uh but they didn't show any games nothing nothing from their uh well they they had doom and they had assassin's creed other than that though they didn't have anything from their main studio if, right nothing if they were no they showed that thing where the character was walking around a forest and it was buffering every two seconds <laughs> but i mean like from their big studio they're like we now you know we have the stadia studio and we're like <laughs> yeah. okay cool here comes the big triple a that's gonna make me sign up and they're like have a good day. <laughs> if they wanted to convince people of this concept, they should have had an open beta register open up immediately following the conference. They already said the buzzword that that needs to sell it, and that's the thousand player battle royale. If they can do that, that would actually be. I think that would be compelling enough. For people at least try. I'm it, curious but... enough to see how that would even work. 
just to try it, especially if it's a free to play thing where you go and you hit a button and you're, you know, launching on an island. People would at least would at least check it out. But um, oh, yeah, a that'd be cool. A thousand. Because apparently they, there's going to be some things that are going to be really hard for even next gen to do because it's, you know, limited to the box, whereas they're like, oh, they're stackable and you can do all this crazy stuff with it. I mean, what I don't know what they do with it, but if they're willing to let like a big studio try it, maybe they'll maybe they'll come up with something really cool like that thousand person. Yeah, thousand person Tetris. Yeah, <laughs> Tetris nine hundred ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, a thousand person battle royale would at least be interesting to the point where, like, especially if you could log in and watch what's happening, like it's like some Hunger Games type stuff. Are you like logging like a TV show and they're like all playing and stuff? That'd be cool. But and if you consider how a lot of the battle royales get carried by the the uh, actual people playing it on Twitch and YouTube and all that, and with the integrations for being able to not only get in but then also be like, I want to be in this guy's game. Well, well, what do we do with the data caps too, though? Because Comcast doesn't tell us, but I know that they start looking at me sideways if I cross like one or two terabytes or something like that. Then you just like, get a huge bill at the end of the month, and you're like, "Whoa, I owe five hundred extra dollars." Yeah, like I, that's the thing though. We don't know how much this is actually going to count towards our cap. And Phil Harrison said, uh, "We expect <laughs> we expect the ISPs to uh, evolve because we're pushing them." Yeah, that's what, that's what he said. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I said, uh, "Have you met Comcast?" <laughs> that's not what they're going to do. <laughs> they're going to say, "Oh wait, no other ISPs in your area." Well. Uh, too bad then. <laughs> yeah, they got to take Google Fiber. We don't have a data cap. If you go above two terabytes, it's this much extra money. Just have fun, you know, whatever. Yeah, they. I don't think they understand the current state of ISPs in the U.S. <laughs> and Google should because they're an American company. They should understand. They're the ones trying to do Google Fiber, and they put it into what four cities or something, four areas. So I don't. Uh, yeah, okay. There you go. Comcast cap is one terabyte. So I don't. That like that's crazy to me to be like, oh yeah, the ISPs will they'll they'll adapt. Yeah, no, they won't. <laughs> you know what I had to do to get the internet I have now, which is like 40 up, is I had to call them and like make a an appointment and have someone come out and do everything like outside and they spent like the entire day here setting it up. I'm like, man, most people wouldn't do that <laughs> to like you know, like like we're talking about casual people who might not even hit a button in their browser, they're not gonna have Comcast, Verizon, whoever come out and like dig up their yard or do all the stuff outside to get them 40 up. So I uh, we're, we're so far off from game streaming as it is. And Google's just trying to set it up. I am interested in xCloud though, to see if they can make that work. Cause they're using actual Xboxes. I already have game pass, which means I should just be able to launch into it. So, and I know what games are there, you know? So Yeah. That's where xCloud is just right now. xCloud sounds such so much better as a product than Stadia. Yeah, yeah, I would say so because I don't care about the integration into something like YouTube. I care about the integration into Game Pass. And if it's like, oh, I, I you know, I can play, you know, Hellblade or I can play Ori or I can play uh, uh, the terrible crackdown game, um, I can just, you know, launch it on my phone and then move over to my, you know, computer or whatever. That sounds cool. That sounds cool. So. I'm yeah. at least I'm at least interested in that, you know, mostly because I know what I'm getting out of it. But I mean, every streaming. every company seems to be moving in the same direction, and they're just going in a different way of how they're going to get there. Like Nintendo's using the hybrid model to say you can play at home or you can play on the go. Xbox is saying you play at home on your Xbox, and then we're going to have XCloud so you can play on your phone, tablet, you know, Surface. And Google is just saying, well, we're just going to do streaming for all of it. Mm. There's going to be no physical or real digital media. But they're all focusing on 
play any place anytime yeah which is a good goal to get to sony just... sony's uh sony streaming too you can get you can play um playstation now on your on your uh what's called your, your your phone right your remote play on your phone you can do uh playstation now on your computer as well you can just log you just plug in a playstation controller you can start playing so they've been doing that too so uh, technically they're all streaming i guess kind of i mean capcom streaming along with ubisoft on nintendo stuff but they're all kind of streaming at this point yeah they all want to move towards a streaming platform it's just it can't be your only choice there has to be another option and google's just not doing that if they at least gave the option that if i have to give you 60 bucks for doom eternal let me download the 4k version onto my pc hard drive so that way i don't have to only stream it if I have that yeah. option, now Stadia sounds a little more appealing. Sounds, sounds better to me that way. Especially if you can make it kind of like how Microsoft wants to use the cloud for like Crackdown 3, where cloud where the cloud was processing certain elements to the game, certain assets, where I download the game. Let's say my, you know, my laptop can't handle Doom Eternal actually at 4K with its own hardware, and I'm streaming in some of those assets to actually process the game, but certain elements are offloaded onto my PC. At least that would make it a little appealing to some enthusiasts. Mm. But pure streaming, just it's not compelling. Uh, Lycon says uh, Xfinity has two unlimited plans. One is a flat forty, another is a bundle. And Comcast business accounts have always been unlimited. Mine says if I log in, it says unlimited, but then it has like fine print that's like one terabyte soft cap or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, un, it's unlimited to the point where they're not going to just shut you off after you hit it. They're just going to charge you more. I do know that the business ones are unlimited, though. I, I will say that uh, just because we had one at one point and it was, yeah. but the personal ones for like households, uh, they hide it and they're like, oh, yeah, it's unlimited. We won't shut you off, but it, it technically is unlimited. We'll just charge you more. Um, they'll, 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 they'll call you, though, if you hit it. <laughs> I know that. Uh, so Stadia, we'll see. We got a ways to go on that one. I'm not. I'm not like uh, expecting it to take over anytime soon. I don't even know if it'll ever take over. It might just always be a compliment, to be honest. Like how cell phone games are technically now. Uh, so we do have one question from the Discord on it. Okay. What do you think about their move to not launch it on release day in Japan? Uh, hmm. Stupid. It's like the one country where this would actually work well. Yeah, because they yeah they would play they would use it on their mobile phones a lot um, and uh, yeah that would actually work really well there to be honest I'm surprised I mean they're an American company so they're like well we're gonna get it right in America first and then we'll go to Japan I guess but that's the market that probably would respond actually pretty well to this um, and we're still waiting for 5G anyway so it's like until 5G apparently shows up it's gonna be slow going anyway it was like one I think like Verizon has like one phone that's like 5G yeah. You know, reminds so. me of the Thunderbolt back when 4G launched. That thing had like half an hour battery when you had 4G on or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was really make funny. A, make a couple of calls and uh, you're good for the day. You know, yeah, it was it was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny back then. Uh, no, it didn't that long ago. That was like four or five years ago or something like that. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> uh, all right, so do we want to move on to Nintendo's Indies presentation because uh, that felt. Less like an indie presentation, more like an actual direct. Like a lot it, of good games. Yeah, I was actually surprised. Uh, I mean, the big one obviously was Cuphead, right? Yeah. But um, there were some other, there were some other pretty good ones in there. Um, was it was it Katana Zero? Is the one I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah, Katana That's, Zero. 
That's the one I really I really like the look of that one. Same. That one it reminded me of a Game Boy Advance game when I saw it. But uh, then they started doing things like obviously slow down and everything. And then they have this weird. Did you guys catch the storyline to that game? It's you're apparently talking to your therapist and they're giving you drugs to recall events and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's weird. They're shooting I, you full of drugs to like some type of serum or something to make you remember what happened or stuff like that. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, wow, okay, geez, that's um, that's that's actually pretty good. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, I, li- I like the uh, I like the look of this game. Uh, there was the other one that was it was was it Red Lantern? The yes, survival one, and yeah, the Iditarod game. Yeah, it's where you have a team of five sled dogs. And it's like a survival game, so it's a uh, it's a different take, I guess, on the survival genre of games. I, I don't. Well, it's a rogue. It's like they said, rogue. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Like rogue, but I don't know if you guys did this, but here back then, at least, we took a week course on the Iditarod, and I never in my life, when I was a kid, we took a week course. Like they just they just taught us about it for a whole week in school, and I never in my life ever said I want an Iditarod game. Like I've never even thought about that once, but I, after I was like, I think I want to play I did a wrong game. <laughs> I think I, I, that game interests me for some reason. I don't know why, but I, yeah, we I learned about it as a kid. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Balto. Balto was badass. Ever see that movie? With, like <laughs> yes. Bacon and the talking goose. <laughs> yes, I have seen classic. Yeah, and she people watch Balto. When you don't want to vaccinate your kids, Balto risked his life to get vaccinations. <laughs> it's a. Like that one, that one looked interesting. Uh, and then we, we had what was that? What was the pinball game? A creature uh, in the well, yeah, yeah. that one looks cool. That's that definitely one, looks- one I want to grab. That looks awesome. Yeah. Creature in the pine, well. where's the pine love? <laughs> budget Breath of the Wild. That's what we were calling, we were calling it. Budget yeah. Breath of the Wild. Baby is that Breath, Breath of the Wild. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm gonna pick it up. Is that Budget the one that the is that the one look generic? Is that the one that look generic? That's yeah. a generic Zelda. Generic. Look, we have so many. We have so many two D top down, mm-hmm. uh, link to the past Zelda clones. I want three D Zelda clones like that and fucking um, Oceanhorn too. Bring them on, baby. Bring them oh, on. Oceanhorn two looks a lot better. I'll just yeah. say <laughs> than, than Pine. But no, you're right. I, these are good. I, I like this. I like when a developer says, "Okay, we don't have to make a two D game. We can make a three D budget Breath of the Wild. That's cool." Okay, like so it. some somehow I forgot about this game probably because Sakura was messing me up real bad. Uh, Sean, I know you played it too. Uh, Blaster Master Zero Two, yeah, that yeah. got announced and dropped, and I played I think three hours of it, and I like it. I like it. No, it's good. It's good. It's. I mean, I like Blaster Master Zero on the on the Switch when it. That was like one of the first games on the system too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it came out a week later. Yeah, a week after the launch of the Switch. Yeah, Zero Two is is good. It's fun. It's you know kind of got that sort of like 2d metroidvania style type game where you go into like this 3d type world at times and uh it's like kind of isometric i i like it though it's fun uh it's eh, it's a good time it's kind of a blaster master mixed with new age stuff but i'm, I'm enjoying it i still have to play more but i'm at least having fun with it and 10 bucks man well, that's a good, good price. price that's good i like that it was a shadow drop too that was a good surprise from inti creates so i'm uh and you got ripped of the necro dancing zelda yeah that was an interesting Cadence. one that's that Cadence was a viral yep. that was an interesting one to talk about because uh that is an indie developer using a rather large and valuable nintendo ip yeah which is interesting to see i mean that's that's not something you would expect I don't no. know how that came about or who did what to make that happen, whether Nintendo went to them or they went to Nintendo. I assume they pitched it to Nintendo and they were like, hey, this would be really cool. I mean, 
what does that mean that we could get other companies to to work on some Nintendo IP, some indie companies? I was thinking that they would get lend like characters, like maybe they don't work on the actual game, but like you can take this character or you can take this theme and you can plug it into your already existing type of franchise or game that you have. That's mm. what I was thinking. I mean, you could know, they get that, like that's what this is, you know? Could, could they get like Shinnin to do like F Zero or something for us? Like F Zero cars, <laughs> yeah. Like you, not an F Zero game, but hey, you can use Captain Falcon in in ah. the next fast racing game, you know, like something okay. like. Like, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know if they're going to trust them to make, like, a whole big game, you know. But maybe you can get, like, hey, you can use Marth in this next RPG you have or something like that, you know. So okay. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And as Evo Lucario pointed out, is the development team pitched the idea to Nintendo as DLC for Crypto the Necrodancer. And Nintendo liked the game so much. They're like, you know what? Let's, you, how about you make an original game on that concept using this IP? That's that's, so, I mean, that's so interesting though, because it's like Nintendo they, would probably have a huge oversight where they were making sure the quality was high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they, obviously, they're gonna jump at that because they're like, "Yeah, let's, let's do that." Uh, oh but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any developer, you're like, "Hell yeah!" You don't even wait for the print to come. You just start working on it. Dude. That's two directs in a row where they end on Zelda. Yeah. In a big way. Which yeah. Is really uh -huh. interesting. I think I think they know how to start. A direct and how to finish a direct really well. Yeah, what do you think about Cuphead leading things off? It was great. No. I didn't know what we were watching for fifty seconds. I was like, <laughs> "What? Is, what is this going to be?" And then, of course, you know, they pop out of the the milk, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's faster than yeah, that's I thought good, it was going to be." Yeah, that's a good way to do it anyway to kind of keep you in the dark for a minute, and they hit you with that. Yeah, that was. I think that's a good way to get. Like they've done this a few times, right? Mario Maker, Luigi's Mansion, mm -hmm. Cuphead. It kind of gets you going, you know, gets you started, and we're like, okay, cool, cool. It's, it's everybody it's in my chat cool. knew it was Cuphead. They were all even at the very. They're Cuphead, Cuphead. I was like, guys, shut up! It's not Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was Cuphead. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna stop talking for the rest of the stream. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was it was pretty cool to see that though. So uh, it was it was a good it was a good indie direct. Like I said, I was. I was a bit surprised at what they fit in there and 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 how good it was. So it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Is that, I mean, is that the best indie direct? I, I assume it is. This I, point, I thought, right? yeah. Mm -hmm. Usually, I'm very hard on those indie directs. Like, I'm like, oh, it sucked. It was boring. There's too many 2D and puzzle games on there. But like, good, really, really good variety. Like, uh, even if you didn't necessarily like the games, you had to appreciate. You had to appreciate the variety. I'm like. There was like seventy to eighty percent of stuff I'm interested in out of that uh, Nindies. Like, like it, most times it's like, yeah, you know, there's a couple games in there, but mm -hmm. for the majority of it, there's very few I didn't have an interest in. Mm -hmm. I think the main one was that uh, uh, I forget the one, but they were in the water and there was multiplayer and it had like that two D art to it, whatever that <laughs> I was. Think everyone was saying that they don't like they like the least so far. Yeah, like that's <laughs> no, that's the one I had the least interest in. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the, oh, that's one that you yeah, had the least. Like that's the one where I was like, eh, I don't have any want to play it but for the most part everything else was pretty spot on to giving me some interest oh yeah so. oh yeah which called look uh my friend pager looked good too that game here's, looked really good oh mm -hmm. fun here's uh, my controversial take of the indie presentation uh -huh. i would have swapped out cuphead for ori mm. i'd rather mm. see ori release on switch first I could see that. I mean, or Ori's good, though. man. Ori's a, a great game, though. I mean, you could go. I think you could go either way. Cuphead. No, you could go, yeah. I mean, they're both elite tier indie games. But Cuphead, Cuphead sold. Uh, Cuphead sold way more though. 
Like, I know, but Ori is so good. Ori is really. Good. I know Ori's dope. <laughs> I, I got Ori. I got Ori on my Xbox. I got Ori on my Xbox One and the Definitive Edition and all that. So I mean, I like I like Ori, but I can. I don't know. Do you? When do you think Ori is going to come? To e three. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, at this point, I guess it would be an E three announcement. I still think maybe it could be a pre E three type of thing. It just seemed like that would have made more sense for GDC timing because Cuphead isn't directly related to Microsoft. Yeah, but was was Studio MDH Studio MDHR was already going to GDC, I guess. Yeah. So, so maybe guess, maybe like, they were like, well, we're already going. So if you want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of get it, but I think Ori would have been a little more impactful. There's also a chance like uh, I don't more, know. Wait, more impactful? I'm I'm with Nero in the chat says Cuphead is more popular. I kind of Cup, agree yeah, with that. Right, I think right. Cuphead is a is a bigger name than Ori is, even though Ori is arguably the better game. Hey, um, maybe maybe Ori will be like uh one of those you know supplementary announcements next. To, I don't know another. I think Ori is definitely the better <laughs> game, even though I don't think it reviewed better. But I I think Ori is the better game. There's just more to do in Ori. Ori is just a more fleshed out game. But Cuphead mm. is just the art style is so unique. In Cuphead, you know, like, and the way that the game was made was so different than what you saw normally. That's why it, I mean, I, I think that's why it did so well. Mm-hmm. The story of the developers, too, was like heartwarming, you know? So there was like that, that, that type of thing. I mean, I bought the game three times and gave it, gave it away. So, yeah, Ori, yeah, Ori, Ori is a good game, but to be honest, I actually, I personally like Cuphead more. That's me, though. Um, but I know Ori is a great game. They're both really good games. So, um, yeah, Studio MDHR is going to make some money on the Switch, though. So it's uh, you guys think that it is going to sell the best on the switch out of the plat- all three platforms then. What Cuphead? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Xbox PC. Uh, and then switch. Uh, that's tough to say. I mean, it sold over 3 million on Xbox one and PC when it came out. I, I don't know if it's going to move, you know, a million and a half, 2 million units on switch. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, that, I think a there's a high possibility. Number. I think it could. It's one of those games that I think will catch on with the, the the relevance of a lot of people maybe not having access to it before that are now going to be willing to get into it because it's a platformer and their friends are talking about it and they'll see other people online talking about it. So I think they'll get into it. And they're doing a physical as well. That'll also help for sure. So I'll, I'm picking up the physical. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to grab physical as well because before they did it, but it was a code in a box for the Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the idea of that being on a cartridge, though, because it's already an old school feeling game is 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 pretty cool. That's uh, neat. So, yeah, I'll, I'll grab it there, too. Um, they're they're going to do a physical on the Xbox and the Switch, though. It's coming on both. So no PC, though. Uh, but who buys physical stuff on the PC? What was the last, what, what was the last physical game you bought on your PC, Evan? I can't even remember. I there just need the collectibles. <laughs> I can tell you the last one. What's that? The Darkness 2. Back in oh, 20, okay. Like okay. 2012, 2013. It was physical. For some reason, I remember going to Walmart and buying Nuts Old Republic, the first one on my PC. I was going to say the uh, the Old Republic uh, MMO. Oh, like that was the last okay. physical thing I bought for PC. Okay. Wouldn't like, I was thinking maybe, like, the Darkness franchise on, on the Switch. That'd be kind of cool, right? No? no. Who? Nobody? Who does? <laughs> <laughs> I like the darkness. Uh, um, it was, it was two K. Yeah, yeah, but I think their engine, I think their engine is already on the Switch. Like I think that was used for a different game. What engine was that? I, I'm almost positive that's that's the engine that they used for. It's already on the Switch, and it was for a different game. The second game is really cool. I love the second game. Uh, yeah, the second game was good. I think the shift in art style was weird for me at first because yeah. I remember the first one was like super dark and crazy, but then they went to like this kind of this cartoony art style, cel shaded ish yeah. type of yeah, yeah. 
Not that it was bad. It was just different. Yeah, um, it was very, very different from the first game. Blizmo in the chat says that Cuphead is already number four on the eShop bestseller list. Oh, yep. oh, oh, it's Warframe. Warframe is using the engine that Darkness 2 ran on. Mm. That makes yeah. sense. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. So we got that Darkness 3. Yeah, sure. Or just... Condemned 3. Does anyone remember Condemned? I do. Yeah. yeah, is it? yeah. yeah. Condemned 2 wasn't as good. The first one was crazy because that came out on the Xbox and a 360, and that was like one of the first games I remember playing on there that was like, quote unquote, shiny. <laughs> Didn't the second one have that uh, that bear attack scene? That was Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, that was that... crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That that was such a weird game because he would like hit like these crazy people with like two by fours in first person and everything. Uh, man, that was interesting. Got me got me motion sick a little bit, but I, I played it. I rented it from Hollywood Videos back in the day. <laughs> so I remember going to Hollywood Videos and renting. I used to rent a crap ton of Xboxes because I couldn't afford. After I bought the Xbox 360, I couldn't afford any games. I was like, I was like, I just need to rent stuff. I couldn't afford it. So do we want to do we want to move into the uh, the relationship between Microsoft and Nintendo because it got interesting after Cuphead was announced and people really noticed it then. Uh, so apparently Microsoft, according to a lot of GDC interviews, Microsoft was actually the company that pushed to get that like on the Switch, but with and Studio MDHR and everything, they they weren't even thinking about it because they're they're like super loyal to Microsoft after how much they helped them with Cuphead and they weren't going to do it like without Microsoft say so. Apparently Microsoft came to them and was like, yeah, let's put this on the Switch. I think it, well, Microsoft. Microsoft said to them they should go to Nintendo to get Cuphead on Switch because Microsoft really doesn't have anything to do with Cuphead. No, they published it, but they helped fund some of it, from what I remember. Right? I, I'm not sure if they published it. I think MDHR is their own independent studio. I thought they helped. I helped. I think they self-published on Xbox. I thought Microsoft. Are you sure? I think that's how they have explained it. That they're their own independent thing. They've made all their own decisions. It's not like an Ori situation with Moon Studios mm. where Microsoft came in with Ori development and funded the whole development of the game. Cuphead was kind of its own thing. So it's like Microsoft said you can go. Like they said go mm. to Nintendo, get your game on this platform. And that's where I think Ori would have been a more impactful announcement because that would have shown the Microsoft-Nintendo relationship. Mm. I'd have to double check to see... Um... But I thought there was a reason they put it on the Xbox One and only the Xbox One at the time and the PC. But I could I I thought Microsoft helped with it in some way. I thought so too. Yeah, I thought they were the ones that helped them keep it in development for so long. Because originally uh, I thought they were according to at least the page, it's it's a self-published title by Studio um, MDHR. However, I do think that they did help out in some way, but it is self-published. But here's the thing. Let, let, let's let's be realistic here. If you're going to put a game like that on a system, to me, the Xbox would have been the last system to put that game on. So for, for Microsoft to not have a hand in that somehow, some way, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, why wouldn't it go on all the platforms then if Microsoft wasn't involved in some way? Because anytime you see an indie game that's available multi-platform, nine times out of ten, the Xbox One version sells the least amount. I, I don't think the studio had enough. I think the money was the issue with them in terms oh. of what I remember. And yeah. Microsoft helped them just as long as there's an Xbox One version. Because I think they probably only had the money to probably get this on PC. That's it. Stink. Oh, Microsoft here it is. Microsoft helped them. 
Yeah, I found it. Here it is. Uh, the indie gaming studio received an undisclosed amount of funding from Microsoft to develop the game, yeah. which is delayed several times. Uh, studio MHR said several times that the game's postponements were needed to give them more time to release a non-buggy game that didn't compromise on their original vision. With Cuphead being an exclusive Xbox One Windows title, there are no plans to make the game run on console rivals like the Sony PlayStation 4 or Nintendo Switch after several quotes saying that they are loyal to Microsoft in some way, I guess. Yeah, I think that was kind of just like their way of, you helped us out, we're going to stay with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't that they had to, whereas Ori is a Microsoft-published game. Yeah, it seemed like because they're indie developers, Microsoft came in and funded them when, I guess, I guess no one else funded them, technically. Yeah, they I, needed I help. Microsoft stepped in and said, we'll help you yeah, out with this. I think they even like sold their house. Yeah, you know, so... Help fund with the funding with the game. Yeah, they had like did like they like remortgage their house and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah remortgage. Re- so yeah. it's sa- it sounded like they were just like, hey, they helped us. We'll be loyal to them unless they say otherwise. And I guess Microsoft was like, hey, go get that money. <laughs> yeah, no, go. they got plenty of it. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess I don't know if they're just honorable over there or what. I don't know, but well, it's about. I think it's the loyalty type of thing, right? It's like shitting almost right with Nintendo when it comes to certain things, right? Or like, even like Inti creates. It's like. There's no deals in place. They're just kind of loyal to. No, Nintendo. it's just it's weird to see in this day and age, right? So yeah. with, with how some of this stuff works. So, yeah. eh, I mean, good for Studio MHR. I hope they sell a you know a billion copies. So I want to see Cuphead too, by the way. So I hope they do sell a lot. Uh, big update though coming. So there you go. It's going to come out. Uh, I think at the same time that it launches on the Switch to all platforms, or the Xbox and the PC. So uh, I'll be it. I'll be curious if it ever goes to the PS4. I can see Maybe. that game doing so well on Switch, like Cuphead. I think it's going to do millions easily. It'll do well. Ori will probably do really well there, too, when they do inevitably announce that at E3, we assume. So, uh, but with with all of this happening, do you get, I mean, what do we think here with Microsoft? What do we think is going to happen here? What's this going to lead to? Is, is this going to lead, Nate, to Game Pass? Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately leads to what all the rumors and reports were a month ago. I mean, I put out my thing the day after. Uh, French site put out theirs saying they called they, Cuphead they, too. They said Cuphead. Oh. They said they actually had Hellblade, I think, mentioned in their article as well. Mm. And then they had Ori and they ended it with Game Pass coming this year, which I'm not sure if it's this year or not. They, yeah, they backed but, you on it. I will say they backed you on it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that ultimately is what's going to lead to is you're going to see more Microsoft software being published on the Switch because Microsoft is looking to be. Xbox is a service to them now. It's not their focus. It's basically when they brought Word and Excel to, you know, app uh, Mac. They want to sell their services, so, so they want to have games like Ori and uh, such on other devices. Here's what I want to see. Okay, um, I want to see Halo remastered on there. You can bring the first one, the second one. I don't care. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection be very difficult because that game is massive in its current form. But like, grab one of the Halos remaster. Like, because they already did obviously Halo One remaster on 360 and everything, and they did two in the Master Chief Collection. Grab one of those, you know, put it on a cartridge and release it, so I can buy it. (laughs) (laughs) That would be cool to see that. They're just, I mean, that's the thing. Remember that that same article Nate mentioned. Yeah, the the, French site said. I mean, I think they mentioned like you know Microsoft's main IPs. They said Halo, Halo, Gears of Forza, Gears of War. Yeah, I mean, once I don't think it's going to necessarily mean like let's say we'll get Halo One. 
it doesn't mean we're going to get Halo Infinite. No, no, no. I think Infinite. Like, it's gonna, nothing like that. It's going to happen. Just do Halo Two Remastered and put it on the Switch. They could. So I want. They could. I mean, it's it. The thing about that is, it's in the Master Chief Collection on the Xbox One. I guess they could technically port that over, but they might be like, "Oh, it's really easy to grab the 360 version of <laughs> the first one and just move it over." Um, but that that would have like they had to like do online play and probably everything for that. And Halo One was fun online. Yeah, if I can have like portable Gears of War. Yeah, you would you would oh. really like that. Yeah. <laughs> you might get it on Google Stadia on your fucking phone. Oh Woo! man. <laughs> Why can't it just be your phone? Why does it have to be your effing phone? <laughs> yeah, well, I'd be honestly I'd be shocked if Microsoft's game showed up there. I bet you Microsoft sees Stadia as their biggest rival right now out of everything. Oh like, yeah. That's it. You know, not even PlayStation. They're above PlayStation in their mind now for like did, rivals. Did you see Phil Spencer's comment on Stadia? Oh gosh, what did what did he say about it? Well, basically he he just well, it's typical Phil Spencer, right? Like he's being you know, nice. Huh? He wants to be his friend. Being <laughs> nice, but he clearly, he clearly said this is competition. So what you just yeah. said is definitely right. He clearly said that this is competition. I, I think Jason Lapine put up the email that was sent mm. out um, about it, um, and uh, it, it was pretty clear that this is this is competition, and that's who they're gunning for. Which I haven't seen them make a statement on anybody else but yeah. that Stadia. Like yeah, that, well, here's they, they need they need to call out Stadia badly. Like whenever they're ready to really show XCloud, they got to do a side by side with Stadia. If, if Stadia said available. E3, basically, they're like E3. We're ready to show. Like we're going to show a lot more. But well, yeah, they're definitely well. looking to. I don't know if they're going to call them out by name, but they're definitely looking to say this is why we're going to be better. Well, do you know how like like AMD and Intel, like whenever they show a new processor, they go get the 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 other side's best processor that they think they can beat in a side by side they always do that if i'm phil spencer and stadia is at least available for them to try i would get that on stage and be like here's stadia and here's xcloud that, that that's exactly what i would do but yeah that's that's their competition now they, they want to be yeah. friends with they're trying to get game pass on playstation apparently so. yeah because they know that playstation is going to sell yeah 90 million consoles <laughs> you know every oh, yeah. generation or whatever yeah. and like that's money in the bank if they can get game pass on there but i don't think somebody's gonna be like screw you guys no, <laughs> like, no they don't that, there's no reason for them to yeah. do that unless let's all of a sudden somehow sony doesn't sell 100 million systems that's that's yeah. like this it's, it's a crazy state to be in right it's like we better sell 100 million you know this generation or it's a failure it's like man it's kind of how <laughs> sony operates to be honest yeah 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 that's true how, uh -huh. how about the crazy theories that people are throwing around on twitter all because Cuphead's on Switch, so that means Nintendo has to give Microsoft support. <laughs> Mario on Xbox One. Like, well, yeah. I mean, how how how, how is this connection happening in people's minds? This isn't a this isn't a reciprocal deal. It's Microsoft wants games on Switch. Nintendo saying thank you. It's not. Hey, we'll give you Cuphead if you give us a uh, Mario Odyssey. I'll say, are we, are yeah. we like trading at like the lunch table here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't understand why people think this is. Happening. No, that's not how it, it's. One is one doesn't mind the other one's selling a system basically it's like well I mean, we're still selling a system bring your stuff over <laughs> i got i don't get it. i don't get how people were making these weird connections i, I think some I, of it has to be a little bit of trolling look it just has is it to trolling be. or is it just stupidity i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i think sean wants to answer that question <laughs> uh, i don't know man that's tough i mean like oh splatoon was on the mixer banner that means and it's on the xbox but that doesn't matter. If if Twitch is on my Xbox and it shows somebody playing Smash Brothers, it doesn't mean Smash Brothers is coming to Xbox. Well, I, I don't, I don't think people. I know. I, do, I think it is. I think Smash Brothers is coming to Xbox and like. Man. Wow, is this an exclusive? 
Yes. <laughs> It'll have less input lag. It'll be better. Smash actually. Brothers Ultimate Live Edition. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't expect any of Nintendo stuff to show up on the Xbox. Um, Nintendo is very protective of their IPs, uh, but they're not protective of their eShop, so put whatever you want on there. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, Microsoft just wants to put their stuff wherever. They don't care. They're about the revenue, and they're going to make a lot of money from it, so why not? Why not? Although I don't think Halo Infinite's going to be on Steam. I'll tell you that. I think that's going to be a Windows Store exclusive. Mm, nah, really? It's going to be on the PlayStation 4 because it was on Mixer. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be on Steam. I think Halo Infinite's going to be on that supposedly fixed Windows Store. We'll see about that one. I think <laughs> Epic Store is going to cut a deal. <laughs> Epic Store is going to cut a deal with Microsoft, or you think? You got, you got uh, a large super chat. Uh... David says, uh, supporting the best live stream on YouTube on a Saturday night questions. Any thoughts on the updates made by Poly Mega this week? Did anyone order the Mega SG? And if so, what game will you test first? Hmm. So, so I'll talk Poly Mega. I okay. have been I have been following the Poly Mega. Um, I actually reached out to them trying to get a review unit, and they like want to fly me out to California or something to check Ooh. it out. I, I, yeah, I don't know, um, but I'm definitely I'm definitely interested in the Polymega. There are a lot of questions as far as um, legality of things, but you know, if if it's a way for me to pop my discs in my Saturn discs, my PS1 discs, and play them on my HD television, and it looks as good as the demo footage that we have seen has been looking you know i am I'm, I'm hopeful for it you know obviously there are some there are some questions about it but you know I'm, I'm somewhat hopeful for it and to answer the second part of the question i did order a mega sg it's coming next week but i think someone else has i don't know what one in are here you, who has one i don't know what you're talking about piece of shit <laughs> i was playing sonic on it it says not for resale though uh i yeah i'll, I'll probably have a video out on a monday that's when the embargo, I believe, is up is Monday. So we call the cops. Not for there you go. There you go. Call the police on John. <laughs> Yo, yeah, and uh, people are posting pictures of it online anyway. So uh, jail wave. Jail oh wave, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pe- people are people are posting pictures on their Twitter of it anyway. Yeah, Sean, there's the slot for your Sega CD. I see. I don't have a Sega CD. Near, I don't have a working one. I have a I have a, I have a CDX, which is the all-in-one. Oh unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has an SD card slot on the side too. And if you remember what happened with the uh, Super NT, you can actually load ROMs through that SD card slot. Yeah, they put Sean, a headphone jack on the front say. too. They put a headphone jack on the front too, Sean. Ah, nice, like <laughs> the a, uh, Genesis One. It's about to say, Sean, you own a Sega CD, but I was like, look right next to your head and all these Sega CD games. <laughs> I have, I have the CDX. I have the CDX. <laughs> Uh, so I yeah I can't I can't comment on it yet, but I will make a. They want me to take it apart and everything, which I will because that'll be fun. But I'll at least make a video. I was playing like I said Sonic Two and some other games. So, um, but there there's also a game that comes on here that was never released as well. Remember that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, it comes with oh Sean. By the way, it also comes with an adapter because it plays Master System games as well. It comes with an adapter. Mm-hmm. Yep. For free. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's in there. I mean, we pay Piece for this, shit. you know, but it's in there. Yeah, you should have it. It comes in the box. It's all in there. Well, um, good, because I have a bunch of Master System games. I have yep. the um, the uh, Power Base Mini, but if I don't have to use that, that's one less thing I have to take yeah, out. Man. 10, 1080 60, man. 1080p 60 frames. Yeah. 
That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. What's, yeah, your, I, what's your upload speed for the internet connection that you need to run? It yeah, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> how many? How much? How many up and down you got, my man? Uh, but, oh, and I am using uh, uh what's called the eight bit one, Sean. The I've heard some things about that though. I bought one and then they sent me one. Snipe so too. But... I've heard it's a little. I mean, it works. I, I was playing Sonic with it. Too. I haven't pulled it apart or anything. I might do that in a separate video to check it out, but uh, it works. I don't know. It's, it's, See, I have so I was going to buy one to go along with it, but I have so many Genesis controllers. It's just like I don't really need it. Yeah, I mean, I like that it's wireless. So, yeah, I mean that's cool, but like in my game room, like my TV is isn't very far, so I, I won't mind one wire. Oh yeah, you'll be fine then. Yeah. Um, uh, Steven said, uh, "What might have missed it already? Everyone's odds on Banjo in Smash after Cuphead reveal one to ten. That was a uh, super chat that was kind of with the conversation there with Microsoft and everything." Uh, uh, five out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna go as I'm gonna go a seven. I'm gonna say seven on that one. I don't know anything about that because it's fifty percent or lower. Fifty percent or lower. Okay. 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 Uh, Lost. Oh man, I wish. No other persona. Do you guys think Microsoft will remaster Lost Odyssey and port it to the Switch? No. Um, no. Probably no. not. I mean, I would love if they did, but probably. I mean, that game's already really big anyway. And that game, like that game, was like three or four discs or whatever. Um, four so discs. Remember, yeah. Yeah. Four. yeah, yeah. Remember when I bought it? They had a stack, and then they also put one like a. One of those little like sleeves and put it in the side where the where that, the manual that, was. That's how mine came. It came like with a stack in there, and they put like an extra sleeve and just kind of stuck stuck it right there. I mean, it's that game would take a lot of reworking, yeah. man. It would it would just it's a weird game just in general. First of all, the way that it's just it was made, it was weird, and like who would work on it? Like who would want? I mean, I don't know if Microsoft would be interested. And and I love Lost. That's actually one of my top. 10 games of all time by the way i'm, I'm a on, huge, yeah. huge I'm on Lost it. Fan. i'm on it day one they do that though yeah if they ever do that i'm so down because the game is a bit of a slug to kind of get through and it'd be dope on switch but yeah man i mean i don't want to sit here and give you give anybody hope when it's, <laughs> <probably> <laughs> when it's probably not gonna happen man but i mean if it does i'm good i'll be i would love to be wrong i'm on it though if they do that um so uh the state of play monday 5 p.m eastern 2 p.m. Yes. Pacific. Uh, yeah. they, they are going the Nintendo Direct route. Uh, Microsoft's doing some indie thing as well, but uh, their inside Xbox stuff needs to kind of turn into a Nintendo Direct type thing as well. So, but uh, but State of Play, 5 p.m. Eastern. I'm looking forward to it. I like that they're also doing a seemingly Nintendo Direct, I guess, quick, you know, fast. After seeing what we what they did at E3, where they were making people go between tents, uh, yeah, I'd much rather see this. So, uh, what do, what do we think about this, guys? The Nintendo Direct style seems to be. To this is much exactly everywhere. what I said on uh, P podcast on Thursday. What PlayStation should do, and exactly what they probably are going to do. And this is exactly it. They're they're going to start doing this stuff, kind of following suit Nintendo, and follow that business model because they're going to always follow in the trend that works. When Nintendo's at the highest and doing great, they're going to follow what it does, and then. During the time of the Wii U, they didn't copy because they didn't want to be like, oh, that's failing. But now they see Direct's work. They see that Nintendo is pushing forward. They want to copy that format. And if, you know, something's not, if something's working, don't fix it, you know? Um, yeah. I, I did get some information. I was told. Don't know if it's actually true, but one of the reasons Sony feels that one of the reasons why Nintendo games do so well in the long run is because of Direct's. 
So hmm. okay. Okay. Maybe more of a, a concise like message and build up to a game. Exactly. Um, okay. And like it feels like you're focusing on them more, you know, like on the consumer more. So that was one thing that I did here. So okay. So um, when Jordan talked about it, I was like, oh yeah, I think that's gonna it's definitely gonna happen. You know, they're gonna do some type of thing, you know. Even one of their E3 presentations was like a direct. Remember when Monster Hunter was revealed? Yeah. It was yeah. pretty much a direct, right? It was yeah, a, it was Sean Layton had to come out and be like, and this trailer, and, yeah, and this trailer. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? It was uh, much like a big direct, which that was one of my favorite uh E3s from that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was hard hitting, it was quick, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but uh so PlayStation 4, PlayStation VR stuff. I don't expect PS5 stuff. I, I think Nate, you've even talked about this as well. Yeah, uh, I don't know why they would even talk about it there. It's it's. I'm I sure there's a YouTube account or a Twitter account or somebody or an article somewhere who is trying to hype up the state of play to be something revolutionary, and it's not going to be. It was uh, me. I knew it. <laughs> it's uh, it's gonna be true. I think it's gonna be mostly. <laughs> I think we'll mostly see some uh, some announcements there for release dates, right? Like a Death Stranding release date, maybe, or a uh, well, Last yeah, I mean, two release date. They or... don't have an E three, so they yeah. have to date their twenty nineteen like lineup. And I mean, have they even dated like MLB the Show yet? Or is there no MLB this year? No, there. Bryce Harper's on the front. Is he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they revealed it when he revealed that he was going to the Phillies. Yeah. Oh. All right. So I mean, you have to date Death Stranding. Ghost of Tsushima. Nate, uh, uh, I, I, Nate, MLB the show's out in three days, man. Yeah, well, it has nothing on RBI. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might still talk about it because it's Monday then, right? Yeah, so I think they might still talk about MLB the show. They might do one final push and be like, yo, yeah. go, get, go go buy it. <laughs> Hype it with Bryce Harper, man? There's, I mean, they, they're going to do PSVR stuff there as well. I, I don't really know. If I don't know, <laughs> how hard sure. do you think they're gonna try and sell Days Gone real quick? Pretty uh, damn hard. <laughs> yeah, they're, they'll push. Like, it. Hey, don't forget about this. It's coming, guys. If uh, only only a couple weeks, buy it. <laughs> they'll they'll push it. Yeah, it's um. Mm, I I'm I'm looking forward to release dates. I'm hoping. What do you think? What do you think comes out first? Ghost, Last of Us Two, or uh, Death Stranding? Last Ghost. of Us Two. Ghost. No, That's Last of Us Two is holiday. I think it's gonna go. You think Ghost Stranding, of Tsushima is coming out? I think Ghost of Tsushima is last. Really? Uh, yeah. I think I think Ghost is summer. I don't think it's that soon. From what we've seen, we've seen so little. I feel like Last of Us Two, even though we've seen little of that, has a higher chance of coming out first. Okay. Well, I mean, if we go based on like Sony's usual approach, any game they date for the holidays always delayed to the next spring. <laughs> so we'll probably get like Death Stranding as like a September October release. They'll say The Last of Us 2 is supposed to come out during the holiday. It'll get delayed till March. And then for mm. some reason, Ghosts will all of a sudden become like a PS5 launch game. I think Last of Us 2 has a good shot in October. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right, then. Even put something funny in the chat. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. <laughs> I haven't seen someone laugh that hard of someone saying something in a long time. Oh, man. <laughs> it's... It's gonna be interesting. I, I, I want to say Death Stranding's first, but Kojima is really bad at releasing games on time at all. So maybe Last of Us Two really is their next game really a holiday release of Last of Us Two. Maybe 
If mm. Death Stranding isn't coming out this year, then that's just bad. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it. He was talking with marketing people. I feel like it's it's almost ready to go, but I mean, they have to have something for the end of this year. It's one of those three, most likely. Uh, yeah, I still think the release lineup would go Death Stranding, Last of Us Two, Ghost. I could see Ghost being a 2020 release in the spring, like in April. Or, or like like how days go on is I guess um, yeah I, I, I can think, see that I think that's a uh, the last like actual like one of the last few PS4 games so is there <laughs> is there any uh any third party or first party announcements because there was a rumor that they do have a uh, a studio they're working with to put out a PlayStation 4 exclusive that's not announced yet like a second party do you guys think like uh we could see a the Demon Souls remastered that was rumored for like how long now uh, i mean that seems like a wasted release for the playstation 4 well there's also i mean you could also uh you know see like a FromSoft game there you never know stuff uh, just... i stuff i kind of heard through the grapevine that should be at this presentation is um how am i blanking on the name crash. it's the no not crash team Pyro. racing you'll, you'll you'll see crash team racing stuff at pax um but what well, what was the uh, what's the other game they're bringing back that's a Sony exclusive? Wild oh, Mid- Mid- medieval should be medieval. There. Yeah, medieval yeah, that, that'll there'll there'll be some surprises with that there. I'm pretty there should sure be a release. That. There should be a release date for that there. I, would I hope so. That game's been teased <laughs> since before Spyro was announced, and it's it was the PlayStation out. Experience. He wore the shirt, and that was I mean, like ba- our one announcement. <laughs> basically, the conference or the direct, whatever the hell it is, is just going to be what they had for the retailers meeting. What's it called? Inside PlayStation or the PlayStation Experience, whatever they had like a month ago. Yeah, where they show their lineup for 2019 to retailers so they can get marketing and everything done. And we're just going to see those games early states. Uh, someone in the chat said infamous three, as much as I'd want that sucker punch is busy. Yeah. They, no, they have they, to get ghosts know. out, but I would love infamous three or an mm. actual infamous three or second son, something like that, a spinoff type thing. Be fine. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think Death Stranding will definitely be there in like full force. One of those weird, crazy trailers uh, and some, probably some, PlayStation VR stuff that none of us know what they're going to add to it. And honestly, probably about 10% of the people will actually play. So should be interesting, though. Should be interesting. I said from from soft because I'm curious where their new games going to get announced anyway. So someone said Killzone 4. Uh, Uh, I know. know, I'm pretty sure it'd be cool to see uh, like Killzone continue, but I'm pretty sure that whole team is really hard working on the next Horizon game for PS5. Oh, yeah. 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 I also know. I also don't think Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be there because I think Square is saving that for E3 for their own showcase. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think that'll be there either. It'd be cool, but I don't know. I mean, Kingdom Hearts is out now, and that's what they kept saying. As soon as Kingdom Hearts is out, we can do it. But I don't know. I don't know if that's going to actually happen there. I think I feel like that's E3. Uh, so that'll be interesting, but we have we have to wait till Monday night to see that. Let me uh, let me ask Sean a question. Sean, go on. Um, I uh, I annoyed a company the other day, <laughs> <laughs> and they were kind enough to uh, to send out an email and, and update everyone on the Atari VCS. <laughs> uh, so at least it sounds like they're, I guess, doing something with it. Apparently, a new CPU and stuff's going in a delay to the end of the year. You Whoopity were one of the do! ones who said, I don't even know if it's going to come out this year, and you might be right at this point because... They said end of the year, and it's probably going to fall to 2020. People think that Google Stadia is pointless. 
uh, what does that make the Atari VCS? We're putting in a new pro a new AMD processor into this thing that's got all these gigawatts and gigawatts, and it's like you're playing like Tempest. <laughs> you haven't shown any games outside of an Atari collection of 2600 games. Why do you need this extra power? Extra power for what? There's no games. Like there's no games. It's a console without games. It's 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 amazing to me. And you know, you know what the, the sweetest, the sweetest part of it, the sweetest, the sweetest berry that we have been given from the tree known as the Atari VCS is that finally, finally, even diehard people that believed in this project that were crucifying me in the comments when I made my videos over a year ago on the VCS, they're finally starting to come around and be like, you know, maybe, maybe this isn't, this doesn't make sense. I mean, they had to, they didn't even go to Indiegogo to update people first. They went to medium first and then went to Indiegogo. So you're not even telling your backers, the people who funded this project about what's going on. You're going to medium.com first. Like that's just, that's shady as hell to me. There's been, there's been like no updates on the thing. They've been radio silent on their damn, on their damn Indiegogo page. Like it's, it's disgusting. Dude, well, listen. I'll make a I'll make a video uh, four weeks from now, and we'll get an update from him. Don't worry, guys. Listen, <laughs> listen. Remember, remember when Nintendo first showed us Tokyo Mirage Sessions? Look at how the product turned out. Remember Shin Megami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem, and it turned out what you expected, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knew it was going to be a pop, pop idol, J-pop RPG. Just because you go with radio Persona vibes. Just because there's radio silence for. Three years. That doesn't mean the product's gonna end up being bad. <laughs> yeah, Come on, have I some mean, faith. Studio, Stadia, whatever the friggin' piece of crap is called, maybe <laughs> useless. But I mean, Atari is just a scam. Yeah, I had to. I had to at least show them that I ordered one, and I also I didn't even show that I ordered a controller because I never told you this, Sean. They sent us emails asking if there was anything else we wanted to buy from them at one point. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess I should get the controller too if I'm gonna do a full review and everything. So I ordered that as well. And then they sent us stuff if we had to enter for a contest and all They've sent us emails about everything but like the actual system. That's disgusting. That's why eventually I was just like, let me, let me make a video, see if I can get them to say anything about it. Um, and they did, so there you go. But, but I'll, I'll be, I'll be... Believe <laughs> if you didn't make your video, would they have said anything? I don't know because that write-up was like two minutes long, like, and and it hit different. Like it seemed like they hit post real quick and then went over and hit post again real fast, you know, because uh, it showed up on Medium, but like an hour before it showed up on their uh, what you call it Indiegogo. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if they would have or not. It, it it the timing was very odd. If they if they if that was a coincidence. It was like man, a massive I, I, coincidence. Uh, yeah, that, that's too big of a coincidence. Because, because, like, because you put up the video, and then I was like, "Oh man, I can't believe they delayed it." And you were like, "Wait, what?" And I was like, "Yeah, they just fucking delayed it." When we were talking on on Twitter, and you're like, "Oh shit, now I got to make another video." Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh man, that was yeah. So I, I don't have any, I don't have much faith in that project, and I have some money tied up in it, so that's great. Uh, <laughs> but if they do delay, you know what? If they don't have any update on shipping information by what do you think, August, September? I'd say September. Yeah, September. I'll make another video and we'll see if we get them to say anything. Um, I, w I wonder if they're going to be at E3. Like, people inherently think because I, I talk shit about the system, like, I, I want to see it fail or something. It's like, no, if the thing is cool when it comes out, like, I'll, I'll buy one day one. Like, I don't care about that. Well, it's just very odd how all these updates have just sort of been 
you know, just very minimal and they still haven't shown any games for it. That was my issue was that they did not, sh they didn't go to GDC. They didn't go to CES at all, despite saying that the industry is excited about this at the C at CES. And the only thing I could find at CES was a uh, Pong table that Atari showed up with. Uh, they, they skipped that on GDC. I think they have to show up at E3 with a working prototype to show it because they haven't even shown that yet. And yeah. Like I, I don't get it. It's like, like why, why they should be making a, the biggest push ever towards their release right now, attending everything they can. Yeah, when you think about all the companies that were at CES, I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. That Atari was not at CES, and you have, you know, smaller companies there. You have companies on the rise. Like, how much fucking publicity did Arcade One Up get out of CES? Yeah, with Mortal Kombat thing. Like that blew up huge for them, and now they're, you know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy that you wouldn't be at these things. Yeah. So uh, mm -hmm. we'll see if, if, like I said, if we have any meaningful updates by August to September, you know, we'll look into them again and see what's going on there. So, um, should be good. Uh, and I guess we'll finish up tonight with Persona Five. Now we got a Persona Five announced. This was after the anime, right? That had uh, that had aired. Yeah. Okay, and it aired, and it was it was Persona Five: The Royal, and it appears that I mean it's kind of them hinting at a at another announcement, right? So they told us about the announcement in March. We get to this announcement now. They're saying another announcement for next month, and they showed us a trailer of a female character is that a lot of people are assuming might be playable or might be an enemy character because the way she talks about the phantom thieves the way that they announce games so... is just trash can i just <laughs> can i just they, they announced in december they said there's an announcement for march and they said oh now we have another their announcements of announcements and the, the way that they announce games is just this is the worst i don't know why atlas does this i just want to put that out there i can't stand it the way that they announce games Hmm. It's uh so that was an interesting thing to see. Now we we were pretty sure after the first trailer that showed Persona Five R was going to be a PlayStation game. Uh, some people actually thought it'd be like a PlayStation VR game even, but a uh, PlayStation Five game. And the thought because people are still talking about a Switch version. There's that Persona Five S that apparently is a trademark as well. But I think they've trademarked at this point like every letter in the alphabet after persona or something uh which is funny but uh people are very doubtful now nate of persona on the switch i don't know why because persona 5r isn't a switch game but there was talk leading up to this that this probably wasn't going to be related to a switch announcement it was more than likely to be a playstation 4 version a new version of persona 5 for the playstation 4 so this announcement doesn't really you know change anything yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I know. But I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I even saw on this like on this probably like a month ago. Even if Persona Five is to come to Switch, Sony and Atlas will probably have some sort of marketing deal in place that the PlayStation version will still either have the main marketing push, or they'll have the first announcement or some exclusive content, and then the Switch version could just be vanilla Persona Five but portable. Yeah, you'll probably. I, I I was trying to figure out when they would announce it. Uh, I was thinking E three, but at this point, it's well, whenever. It's it'll whenever. probably be when. Yeah, if Atlas wants to announce it tomorrow, in a magazine, then that's what they'll do. Yeah, they'll well they'll tease it in like four separate announcements before it, you know, and then they'll then they'll do it. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Don't be surprised if it shows up. So yeah, we'll say that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, Joker and Smash otherwise makes no sense. Mm. Like where we put it, we got free marketing. Smash Brothers for a PlayStation Four release. Yes, because that's what Nintendo would do. I am 
I am trying to look at this Persona 5 uh, the Royal, and I guess they're not going to do a patch for the current one. I guess it's, they're just going to sell it. I mean, how much of a new game do you think it's going to be? Because like, uh, are they just going to resell it again for 60 bucks to us? I mean, it could be a Torn of the Golden Country type of situation. Mm, okay, okay. Where it's literally a new, like, it's, you get... You can put 50 hours into this game, you know, if you do everything, but it's like maybe 20 to 30 hours, you know, maybe it's not as big as, so maybe it's not $60. Maybe it's just like 40 bucks for this. So okay. it, it could be a turn of the golden country type of situation. So I want to, uh, <laughs> so I want to at least say this, Nate, um, you were doubted pretty heavily when you said Castlevania was coming to the switch in some way. <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden, on a collection of Castlevania, uh, comes to the Switch. I, I, I got destroyed too, by the way. They were trying to take both of us down. Me yeah, they, you, they, they, all because Symphony of the Night came to the PlayStation they, 4. Anytime it was brought up, your name would get brought up, and they, they'd call both of us frauds. Yeah, what what <laughs> happened? What what happens three months later? Oh, look at this! It's like eight Castlevanias coming to the Switch. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm eat your Grinch leak doubters. I was gonna bring that up too. <laughs> so I'm. Like I said, I'll 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 wait and see on the persona stuff because Nate Nate was talking about it. So I'll 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 get I'll give him I'll give him the benefit on that one. <laughs> it's some things, you know, like like the great Gabe Newell says, good things take time. Okay, okay. Like yeah, scale bound, right? Sure. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we did miss we did miss a piece of news though. I'm a what's little the, disappointed. What's the piece of news? The, Sega, what I'm, Age, the Sega Ages collection virtual racing has eight player local split screen and it has online racing and it's the arcade version. That's a big deal. Absolutely. Okay. How <laughs> to, to who? I, I talked about that in a video, Sean, but I thought it'd be really funny to see the eight player split screen on handheld mode. Oh my god. <laughs> that is gonna be awesome. And I'm gonna buy the game just for that, just to try it. Oh, I'm I'm buying that, dude. I'm I'm hopefully I get a damn review copy so I can play it early. But yeah, eight players locally. It's the arcade version and it has online racing. Like that's a big deal because Sega arcade games, you know, they're kind of forgotten about. So if this is the first of many, like that's legit. Well, when does it have eight player online? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. When when does the wake me up when the Dreamcast stuff starts showing up? Okay, the, the Sega Arcade stuff was arguably its best. Hey, I, I need I need some Jet Set Radio on there. That's true. Drop it on there. Then we'll then we'll, then we'll talk. <laughs> That'd be cool. Though. I I think they are going to do that. By the way, I think we'll get some Dreamcast stuff on there. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. That's gonna be neat when that happens too. That's gonna sell. That's gonna sell insanely well. Whatever, whatever the first Dreamcast game is, which actually no, I shouldn't say that because there were some bad ones. But hopefully you know, they you, okay, you know what the first game is gonna be. What, what do you What do you think it's gonna? You think it's be Sonic Adventure? Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh. Everyone buy Sonic Adventure now. Um, I think it'll still sell well just because it's a Dreamcast game. People will be all over it. That game did not age well. If it's it, dude, if it's, it's not that bad. Sean, if it's, it if controls it's, like shit, dude. If it's Jet Set Radio, they might sell a million copies of Jet Set Radio on the Switch. I can see it being <laughs> well. If it's not Sonic, um, I could see Crazy Taxi or Jet Set Radio. Ooh. It Yo, should I, be Skies of Arcadia. Skies of Arcadia. I was just. It should be Skies of Arcadia. <laughs> damn it. That's I'd never. Be crazy. Can they? Can they do Crazy Taxi with that Offspring soundtrack? No. The subsequent one that came out on the Xbox Live Arcade didn't have this. Uh, oh, that like made it back in the day, man. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, player switch in handheld mode and just play yeah. an MP3 or something. That's a good point. Did they That's just lose point. the rights to those songs. 
Um, I don't know how that really works. It's kind of like in wrestling. Like if you watch what the <laughs> no, seriously, if, if you watch the WWE network and you watch like older Raws and shit, like mm. when um the Undertaker had the American Badass song by Kid Rock as his theme song, it's mm. all dubbed over with something else because they didn't own the rights to the music and like something lapsed you, with it. You you lose the license after all. The same thing like with Daria. Like when you go back and watch the old like the the DVD set, it's like it doesn't have any of the old music from like the show. I, I don't know why this reminded me of this, Sean, but you remember the old wrestling games, right? The PS1 and the N64 wrestling games. Of course. For some reason, my friend had like a PlayStation One at the time, and I had a 64. And I remember back then the music and the uh, Titantron stuff on the 64 version were slideshows and terrible sounding like 8-bit things. Or oh yeah, like, they were like, terrible. And I was so annoyed at that. And I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, cartridge sizes. But it was really funny because they had like good sound and like video and stuff. And I was like, this is is futuristic yeah uh, like because like they had well a couple of the games were um on both systems like um wcw nitro mm. was on both the n64 and the ps1 and, like the ps1 had like each wrestler had their own like little video uh thing where they would like do like a little promo and then on the n64 it was just like no nah, no thank you um let me go uh let me go through oh uh so did so everyone's still thinking persona on the switch possibly this year then I mean, nothing about today's announcement makes me doubt it. Okay. Okay. I mean, if Atlas like flat out came out and be like, this is the only announcement we have, I'd say, okay, well, instead they're teasing another date for more information related to Persona 5. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let me, uh, let me, let me go through here uh, to finish up the super chats. Evan, do we have any more discord questions left? Oh, we got a couple. Yeah. Okay, uh, let me go through these and then we'll do those. Uh, Ryu Cage says Arc Survival on Stadia, the true test. I mean, if they can get over. Can't be any blurrier than the Switch version. <laughs> Can't be any more delayed either. <laughs> uh, that was such a bad game on the Switch. They wanted 50 bucks for that thing. Uh, Lycon says, oh, that was the Xfinity, uh, two unlimited plans. Uh, K19 says those unlimited plans uh, is, a, is a mathematical equation that predicts how much data an average family uses. So uh, like I said, it's like a hidden cap. It's like a soft cap that they don't actually reveal to you until you like hit it. <laughs> uh, game says uh, Mega Man Legends 3 and RE Engine, tell Capcom. Yeah, I just want the next Mega Man Legends game and we were so close to actually getting it. And they canned it. Um, Lycon says I'm getting the Cadence of Hyrule soundtrack. Um, are they set? They're selling that separately, I assume. Maybe. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they are. Um, K19 says my last physical PC game was Ori. I don't know if it's a code. I kept it sealed because it's the de oh, it's the definitive edition. I assume it's just a a code. Yeah, it's probably just um, a code. Yeah, because they stopped shipping like DVDs and stuff with those forever ago. Um, just because games are huge now, they don't want to put it on Blu-rays uh the the fool says fusion frenzy coming to the switch oh uh, that was a i remember that was a that, fun game it was Both a, of them. the original halo had a demo for it back in the day i remember we yep. used to play that all the time it was that's so funny I that's how <laughs> i played it i'll yeah. take a fusion frenzy three i don't want like i don't think everything needs a you know an old port or a remaster mm. i think we can just move on to a three with that would that be one. fun. That'd be fun. That's like, I mean, that was kind of like their Mario Party back then, and it was pretty mm -hmm. fun. That was good. I mean, honestly, the way Mario Party kind of is now, that if they had a good online for it, for <laughs> they could actually have a good game there. Um, 
Steven Sullivan said, uh, might have missed it already. Ever oh, that was the banjo and smash. Everyone was about 50% on it. So, uh, no other persona says, Do you guys think Microsoft for a master lost Odyssey? We talked about that. Uh, oh, Sakon 10 asked, Did you get a review code for the Power Rangers game, Sean? Nope. Okay. Never heard from him. <laughs> That's out Tuesday, by the way. Crayola Crans, the game. And you have to, you have to pre order if you want the Green Ranger skin. And so, I might have to pre-order because, like, if I'm gonna play <laughs> the game, bit. I need, I need, I need the Green Ranger skin. Like, I mean, shit. it's just the skin though. You don't get to like play the actual blade flute or anything. It's just, I don't know. They should HD the Power Ranger Game Gear game. I've Dude. never even played the Game Gear one. I played the the Super Nintendo one. Uh, I played the Genesis Game Gear one, one but Super the, Nintendo the damn one. batteries would die before I could beat the game. Yeah, I played the Game Gear one, but the Super Nintendo one was good. It was on the same engine that they used for the uh, Gundam one, the Gundam fighting mm. game. I, I like the Super Nintendo uh, Power Rangers. I used to play it all the time at my friend's house. The movie one was pretty good too. That had I remember the movie Ivan one. Ooze. Yeah, I remember the movie one. That one was cool. That was like a beat em up. Yeah. Um, Will McConnell asks if anyone's reviewing Ace Attorney trilogy on Switch. Maybe I played the hell out of the first two. Um, oh, I never okay. played the third one though. Cool. I might check it out. I really never got into the Ace Attorney stuff, but I might actually check they're, it out here. They're, they're awesome. Well, at least, at least they were awesome. I don't, uh, I don't, I'm sure it's aged pretty decently, but yeah, I don't think they changed the formula a lot, though. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rexol says, uh, "Party people," and then uh, this is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, I don't know why I found that so funny. It's <laughs> just the casual party people. It's party people. And, and then, then uh, Nenny Nenny says shout out to Spawnwave. Uh, love newsways every day. He with the awesome work. What do you guys think of Cuphead in Smash? I think it could be an assist trophy. Yeah, yeah, at, at the least. Yeah. I think he needs, needs to be in more one game and Cuphead and Mugman. Yeah, you can be like an assist trophy, like Shovel Knight. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think I think that'd be the. Best. I don't think they get dedicated characters. Though. I could be wrong, but I think an assist trophy would work. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. He's doing an assist trophy. They really want him in there. So, um, when did, do you think Cuphead gets an amiibo at some point? That'd be cool. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah. Maybe do like a collector's edition. Dude, with... you might see just people who don't even have a Switch or a Nintendo product just buy it just because, like you know, who are fans of Cuphead on the PC or like on the on the Xbox. Yeah. Be interesting. Uh, Evan, Discord questions. You want to hit us some before we finish up here? Is it okay to sneak in some gaming at a nine to five job? And if you have, what games have you usually done? I used to sneak in YouTube work at a nine to five job. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> same, same thing for me, my man. <laughs> right. <laughs> same thing for me. Used we used to play. We used to play games when we were supposed to be testing systems, though. Yeah, but Windjammers, we were, man. That's because we were testing. Well, yeah, that was a whole separate thing. But we would test systems by playing the game on it. Yeah, it's always a good excuse. When we play Windjammers, though, occasionally, I, I, I did so sneak fun. in some Smash Brothers one time at when I was at my job. I snuck in some Smash 3DS, used the bathroom for like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> when the Switch came out, I was still I was still at my my day job, so like it was great on the weekends because it was it was very slow. So like there would be like tons of downtime. So I would knock I would knock out games while i was working and then go home and then film my review of it so wow nice all right there you go there you go, there you go. uh what's the next discord question Evan? did you ever get your soldier boy console not the amazon one you said no right like you no. Just, he actually we, refunded he refunded me though yeah i think he's that's refunds sound like they started to go out to everyone because i sent him a no message and i was like ship. look if you're not going to ship this thing to me just just refund it and then like three days later he refunded it so there you go i don't think he ever shipped it 
to be honest. Um, but you can buy it on, well, you could. I don't think it's on Amazon anymore, but you might as well buy it on AliExpress. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know about the rest of his products, but that one he never shipped. So, uh, Any other questions, Evan? There was a Nintendo Life Labo VR video that showed off something similar to like VR Mario Maker. Um, I guess it's just a thoughts on it question. It's a very, Oh, okay. Yeah. This is their, they, they're doing that toy con garage thing, but for VR, instead of just like where you just try to, you know, build or make a game, it's gonna be in VR. Uh, I like the idea of it. I would like them to make it so you could share it online. I think that'd be cool. Um, but I mean, we're getting some crazy stuff in VR. Honestly, the people who went and did it, were actually kind of surprised by it. So I, I have know. a question though. Like, <laughs> I just want the camera set because I think the camera set is the most interesting. I, I like the little thing where like you look underwater and shit. It runs you an endless <laughs> ocean. And I loved endless ocean one and two on the, on the Wii. Like those were uh-huh. guilty pleasure games. Now do I have to buy like the whole variety kit? No. Is there a kit just for the there's camera? A, there there's should a be a powder kit. Yeah. yeah. 40 bucks comes with the camera. And I think the, uh, it's the camera and, it's not bad. Which aren't other one? Are all the it? base kits like three each, or were they two each? Well, they I think it's also, two in the starter kit, and then the main one is. You can buy the expansion separately too. So either way, you yeah, can okay. it out. Well, I don't remember what's in the starter. I know it's the camera. Here's and... here's what I would do, Sean. Okay, get the base kit. Make sure you can you know get it together and everything. Everything's fine. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even. Be, I'm just saying like make no. sure everything goes together for you, and then get the camera if it's separate. Because well, the way I saw it was that it locks into the whatever device you're going to use. All right, so the starter for forty bucks, you get the camera and the bazooka. Oh, there you go. Oh shit, yeah. Okay, I'm go. down. I'm down with that for forty bucks. Okay. Oh no, you wait. Go. You get the goggles and the bazooka. Well, how so you, you gotta buy the, the you gotta buy the camera separately? You gotta buy the camera I think separately. the camera looks like it's in the other pack. Son yeah. of a bitch! It's like I think it's eighty bucks. Yeah, no, no way, dude. I'm not buying. It. I'll buy the forty dollar one. You got to make sure you can put it together, and then, then, like I said, they sell the camera one separately. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. So then you could probably just go pick it up off store shelf or something. Okay. Aren't you doing like a like a charity Shut stream of you trying to like put together the bazooka <laughs> and everything? That's I'd rather what, just have my friend Russ do it. For that's me what we should do, though, man. We should help we should, charity. Yeah, we should get Sean the variety kit and have him put together each one, and he's got to do it before, he, like, he has like. Like well, they have those. Um, I want to do the one where it's like, if we if we do that, I want it. What's the one where it's like you don't even give me the money; you just give it directly to the charity. What's that thing called? Oh, ex- is it extra life? Extra life. Yeah, I, I that that way it's just easier because let's let's do that around extra life when they actually because they do a whole drive. Let's get Sean like the full kit. We'll get him like a okay. big kit and that. be like, you got to put them all together. The chat can help you, right? We'll get a camera over your shoulder and we'll get a camera right in front of you, and they can look at both and they can try to help you put them together. And then by the end of it, they're all done. Basically, it's like a it's like a long stream, and as soon as they're all done, you're good. You say yeah. they're all done. I'll go to like... Connecticut, and every half an hour he doesn't succeed. I get to knock it out of his hand. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like dismantle it. No, I, legit, I, legit, I'm down with that. Like, yeah, the full the full kit. Yeah, we could do that. Like, I want to I want to actually have some time to enjoy the thing and fuck around with it. But yeah, whatever, whenever that um they do their thing, I, I'm down for sure. Well, here's what I'll do. Uh, we'll get because you never had the variety kit, the the regular, the first variety kit. With no, I only had the robot one. Perfect. So that's what we'll do. <laughs> we'll, okay. we'll get you that right, 
we'll have that brought over and um and that's where you got to put them all together because i put the piano together and actually wasn't terrible but it, it did take a bit of time so like i i i think you can i think you'll be able to do the the robot was pretty difficult i'll admit that um so i think you'll be fine with it it'll just take you a little bit of time and you know the chat can help you out and stuff i think it'll be fun it'll be good good extra life uh charity event yeah no I, i'm totally down for that. that that'll be fun cool all right i think that'll work i think that'll work uh any other Discord questions, Evan? Last one. What does Spawn Wave's name mean? Uh, what are its origins? Where did it come from? Uh, Evan Evan figured it out. Yeah, I mean, you basically just sent me a message on Steam one night. You're like, what should we call the channel? And I said Spawn Wave, just because we wanted it to be a news channel, and the idea was just massive amounts of information coming at you at all times. Yes. Sort of like a Spawn Wave in any kind of real you versus a ton of things game, like a horde mode. There you go. There you go. Easy enough uh yeah i guess that's all the discord questions and everything Evan. yeah that's everything all right we're good here let me uh, go around here uh sean where can they find you man you can find me at rgt85 um tomorrow i am uploading my unravel 2 video um talking about unravel 2 see if you should buy it on the switch um still working on the 32x book um hopefully um hopefully it'll be ready by the first week of june that's sort of what i'm shooting for of course things can always change but i have finished all the reviews for all the games and stuff like that so i'm working on unreleased stuff right now um as far as this week um we're gonna take a look at of course you know all the crazy stuff going on the the mindy's presentation with microsoft um doing their indie thing then of course um the playstation event probably won't stream it so watch spawn wave stream and then come over to my channel for the reaction afterwards and probably checking out some some final fantasy 7 it's coming to the switch this week and i think it's time i think it's time it's been 20 years since i played the game so i'm gonna revisit it okay okay that, yeah it's gonna be fun when that can actually yeah it's out this week coming up isn't yeah it? someone in the chat just mentioned it earlier they're like oh yeah final fantasy 7 comes out this week it's like a fuck yeah I'll, gra I'll grab it and check it out I've, I've played that game so many times too oh my it's gosh it's been over 20 years for me Re wow really dude yep. get it man get it oh yeah i am <laughs> I'll be on it if it's oh man wait they did, it's probably the steam version it can't be any worse than that final fantasy 9 version yeah uh, i think it is the steam version okay uh jordan where can they find you man uh you guys can find me on uh youtube jordan fringe uh i've actually been streaming a lot more on twitch every night the past week uh twitch.com uh, twitch twitch.tv plus jordan fringe pokemon stuff switch games bunch yeah, of random stuff affiliate push yeah about to hit affiliate tomorrow night so oh, that'll nice. be cool Okay, very cool. And then OJ, where can they find you, man? Yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube, uh, Player Essence, also on Twitter at Player Essence. Um, I do a lot of live streaming on it at this point, it seems, but I also do uh, gaming news, um, do uh, all sorts of stuff. So if you're into like Japanese RPGs, if you're into action games, Nintendo stuff, Fire Emblem, Super Smash Brothers, we literally give away Smash Brothers every week. Um, <laughs> I just gave another one away, two two copies today. Nice. Uh, so yeah, so if you're into all of that, check it out uh, right here on YouTube. Cool. Um, so yeah. And then uh, Nate? You can find me on Twitter at Direct Feed Games. From there, there's a link to my YouTube channel where I have direct feed footage of games that were either recently released or are upcoming releases. I actually have a lot of footage planned for this week, mostly of unreleased games. So that's something to look out for. And I have a comparison going up tomorrow. And I have the occasional discussion video with my latest one being about Stadia and how it has some good qualities, bad qualities, and some really bad ones. Okay. So that might be of interest. Cool. And then uh, Evan? I'll just link it there. You can just follow me on Twitter. Whenever I stream or 
do a show or just anything happens i usually post about it so you can follow stuff there yeah you did most of that shirt on twitch actually yep and the uh, uh and that that one's of course in less than two hours going to be pulled off the storefront it's gonna be replaced with the standard edition so a couple oh. shirts there i think a poster die cut sticker i'm still working on the design for the mug and the hoodies so that should be a little later cool okay that'll work uh there were uh two other super chats that came in actually already on there uh rob said thoughts on call of duty mobile and uh uh p5 smash reveal persona 5 5 smash reveal release for joker oh i guess just in general just the re the reveal of it okay well cod mobile uh did, i guess you guys saw that right when they put out the press release and the trailer for it it's yeah. I, it's been out other parts of the world right now it's coming over to like uh, like the west and everything i'm mostly curious about how activision if they do what they do in 60 dollars games what are they going to do in a free-to-play mobile game <laughs> oh it's gonna be a shit show <laughs> they're selling people dots for like two bucks on the, on the on the console version what are they gonna do on the mobile version i don't know i mean time stuff stamina who knows uh as for the persona that's the persona 5 smash reveal in general i mean i think everybody was shocked during the the, the uh game award show um but i think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people are leaning towards the persona 5 coming to the switch is because that so um it was exciting though i think everybody got caught off guard by it um so especially like oj you didn't think it was going to happen at all right <laughs> the what no the what? no joker just i guess joker in general oh yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> i mean you never they can still surprises man yeah surprises, yeah man. i didn't yeah i didn't uh, but you never know not <laughs> anything could happen at this point oh and then k19 said thoughts of professor layton and the curious village remaster on the switch it's been leaked on a localization company site yeah i heard about that um, those were kind of fun. I only played the first one, but I remember enjoying it somewhat. I played, I played, I think the first one on the DS and it was yeah. kind of like a, it was, it was a fun puzzle kind of game for, I remember. Um, it's a remaster though. Hmm. I think it would just be upgraded visuals and shit like that. I can't imagine it'd be. Yeah. Really Cause different. Phoenix, right? Like the, the Ace Attorney game, they, they like <laughs> up the text clarity and everything like that so maybe yeah. kind of like that where they upscale everything so it looks better yeah just um, something basic i'm sure i mean I'm, it's not shocking or anything to hear about that and that's it's yeah. probably gonna be good anyway so they already said that they're working on it though that's the thing they already said yeah we're working on ways to get it on switch so yeah so the absent so that leak wasn't really like uh, yeah, oh my god it was oh no kidding yeah, I think I think people will be uh, some people will be happy with those. So that's cool. Um, all right, I guess that's uh, that's, that's it here. Uh, oh, thanks, uh, Asiza, for the Asiza. Uh, <laughs> thank you. There, uh, <laughs> that's gonna do it for tonight, and uh, we'll be back next weekend, 9 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday night. I'll see you guys then.